Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Genuine Convos podcast. Today, I have on Arseny. Yo, what's your last name, by the way? It's Kruglikov. Kruglikov? Kruglikov. Kruglikov. Yeah. With a G? Yeah. K R U G L I K O V. K R U G L E L I K O V. L I K O V. Arseny Kruglikov. There you go. You got Did it. Did I get it? Yeah. Arseny Kruglikov. Yeah. You're the first <laughs> white person that I tell you. In oh, my yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's a big honor to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a slight bit of pressure. Not too yeah. much. Um, I feel like Loki, me looking at the laptop uh-huh. and seeing it play back, like I can. Like, that gives me some pressure. Oh, <laughs> don't worry, man. You've used Audacity before, mm-hmm. haven't you? Like, what kind of games do you play? Games. Uh, I don't know, man. Recently, I haven't really been enjoying it too much um i used to play like a lot of video games but now it's like when i play a video game i like um there's always a thought in the back of my head like i could be using my time better Uh, so i never enjoy my time playing the video game because there's always that thought i know what you mean in the back of my head it's like uh what is the word i'm looking for i know like it's like um (laughs) uh fuck i'm just thinking like oh i shouldn't be playing yeah, yeah. this because i should be doing some voice of reason or whatever yeah, yeah exactly i think something like that um, speaking to you yeah mm-hmm. i have that voice too in the back of my head sometimes yeah. but i don't really like play video games too much mm-hmm. but like when i'm doing some stupid shit that i shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah i have that voice in, in the back of my head too especially with like school work sometimes because mm-hmm. i'm doing like some like let's say uh when i'm like working out sometimes mm-hmm. and i have like a shit ton of stuff to do i'm mm. like yo you should just you should be going back home yeah and doing that instead of coming here and instead of wasting two hours mm. of your fucking time working out and shit also i wanted to get into working out with you how long oh, do yeah. you usually work out for um i'd say it really depends yeah like from but usually an hour to like hour and a half i usually work out way more than that man mm. like two yeah, hours i should ham, really man. stop that you go ham. i should really stop that because i feel you know, like lately I've been feeling that the en- my engine's like burning out slowly oh, by slowly. Yeah. Like, cause I-, I go ham every single time. Like how mm. long can it go on for? You know what I mean? I guess so. Like it has a, like if you think of the human body as a battery, it has mm. a limit, right? After a while it'll run out if you don't rejuvenate I mean, properly enough. I'm sure you get some rest though, right? Um, well, yeah, I do. I, I, t- I try to take as much rest as i can like when i'm at home i try to make sure that i am out of like stress mm-hmm. away from stress like i even put the lights off man when it's nighttime mm-hmm. I, I turn the lights off i put candles on oh damn yeah mm-hmm. and then i study with like my laptop on on like very really? little light mm-hmm. and then i just put a candle on beside me it's, it's so super cool, nice yeah, yeah. Like and a... you and you fall asleep way quicker too like you feel tired I actually bet. When there's not artificial lights around. Mm. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, but it's not something I really, I guess, followed. No. Same with the thing where like you shouldn't look at your phone like 15 minutes before you sleep. But do do um, you, do you like uh, look at your phone before you go to sleep? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, How like, it, good it, is your sleep? It, it depends on the night because mm. sometimes I just want to get straight to sleep, so I just brush my teeth and sleep. Um, but sometimes I like go on my phone, spend like fifteen, twenty minutes mm-hmm. just like looking at random things. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Do you usually go on Instagram or no? Um 
usually i mean i guess it depends what i'm feeling sometimes like youtube sometimes uh, like instagram sometimes facebook but like all of it's pretty much the same you just open the app scroll scroll scroll. yeah i don't know if you're like too much into uh fanatic ideas not fanatic like out there ideas like i i'm always very um interested in like those ideas that are very like out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. like i I get attracted to those people or those groups i don't know why uh like the idea like have you heard of matt maruka you probably haven't he's this like 21 year old kid Mm -hmm. like a little older than us how old are you 22 22 yeah so he's a year year younger than you Mm -hmm. i think a year older than me no Mm -hmm. two years older than me i'm 19 okay yeah yeah and uh he has this like company Mm -hmm. uh light like he sells blue blocker lenses Mm -hmm. and um his whole like philosophy is that light can heal anything and recently i've been like listening to a lot of his podcast with like different people mm-hmm. and he says how like we evolved with the light and now since we're away from the light all all these diseases are creeping up and he's saying that there's this doctor named dr jack cruz mm-hmm. and he relates all the diseases all the modern diseases to uh mitochondria and he says mm-hmm. that if the mitochondria is flawed mm-hmm. he says the the mitochondria is the engine of the of the cell because it basically yeah yeah. (laughs) because it basically produces atp and everything right Mm. so that uh, by the way for letting you uh all the viewers know he's also in kinesiology same as me he's uh fourth year or third year fifth year fifth year oh you're in fifth year right now oh he's in he's in the fifth year of kinesiology so he knows way more than me no i don't (laughs) (laughs) that's the funny thing is like you probably know more because you're actually paying attention well i the thing is man like with uh with courses i don't really pay too much attention it's only mm-hmm. things that i really find interesting like for example this shit that mm-hmm. i'm talking about like light and everything yeah. and okay going back on that topic i won't i'll, I'll try not to oh, yeah. go away too much Fair on enough. tangents yeah, yeah. i'll try to uh stay with oh, one path keep it in check yeah yeah i forgot that as well i was like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm really paying attention to what i'm talking no, right that's now good, that's good not to like fucking go off on tangents mm-hmm. anyways um so he he also has this like idea like Matt Maruka of the light diet. He says it's like basic principles that you can use. It's free. So you wake up with the light. You mm-hmm. wake up with the sun. He means and then you go to sleep with the sun and then you eat. Uh, he has like six steps I think mm-hmm. of the light diet. And then one of the steps is you eat seafood because apparently we evolved with the seafood. With I mean with. I mean I guess so yeah. Uh, no, what, how do I say this? With like while eating seafood because we were mm-hmm. living beside area bodies of water because mm-hmm. it was easier to find food there. So he says that it's linked in our DNA or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one of the steps. And then he, he also says like uh, use blue blocker glasses if you're uh, living in a modern house mm-hmm. with like artificial lights and shit so that you can sleep better. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, there's a few more steps, but I forgot. Damn, bro. But yeah, he has those like out there ideas and it's very fascinating because I've been everybody talks about diet and exercise mm-hmm. nowadays but nobody really talks about like light or something like that I it's like so, yeah. it's like so out there you know nobody's researching yeah. about this shit i don't know um, i've never really thought about it i mean it sounds like it could have some truth to it yeah like some merit to it but um i'm just wondering if it's like as important as this guy makes it out to be that's true though yeah well his whole story is like 
uh, how he he was a teenager mm-hmm. suffering through a lot of problems like the, uh, digestive issues. Mm-hmm. He had like a lot of acne and shit. Mm-hmm. And his mom had like cancer or whatever. So he was like basically an unhealthy, very unhealthy kid. Mm-hmm. So and then he went into the po- the paleo diet or whatever, mm-hmm. like the paleo wave. And then he got a little better, but everything didn't go away. Mm-hmm. And then he figured out about Dr. Jack Cruz. He started using sunlight. Mm-hmm. And then like he feels way better apparently. Yeah. So that's why he's like an advocate for mm-hmm. sunlight. And that's his like whole idea of healing yeah. and shit. I mean, that definitely makes sense because I feel like you do feel better. Say you wake up in the morning and it's like nice and sunny out. Yeah. You definitely, you definitely feel better. Do. Yeah, yeah. And you actually want to get things done and like you want to go outside and all that. Yeah. Like I remember you can't really see the sun too much in the winter in here at least. But I mean, it's you not can, too bad. But the the heat is just not as intense as yeah, it is in the yeah. summer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, you know, in like our countries, like in my country, mm-hmm. I remember every single morning we used to like get super like intense sun, but it wasn't like, it's a weird thing because in our country, in my country, I mean, you Mm. wouldn't get tan from the sun, especially we don't because there's a lot of humidity there. You don't really feel the sun like burning your skin as it, as it does here. Mm -hmm. Like if I stay out too long in here, I might get tan, but in my country, I never got tan. Really? Yeah, it's a weird thing. I never got tan. I was white as hell. (laughs) And then I came here, I got a little browner. (laughs) It's a weird thing. You'd think that I'd come to Canada and become whiter, but no, I became tanner, man. That's funny. But, fuck, I was going to say something about uh, sunlight. Oh, I feel like in countries like that, like Mm -hmm. humid countries and where where there's a lot of sun, you you technically have a lot of energy in the morning. I never felt tired in the mornings in my mm-hmm. country. Maybe because I was little too. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And um, I feel like, yeah, with that, it's hard to like pinpoint what it is. But um, I feel like for most people, sunlight is... Um, the essential kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like a boost almost. Because um, I'm, I'm sure they've they've probably done uh, uh, experiments on it mm-hmm. where they like... Um, I guess isolated something. yeah yeah they have a person and they do control sunlight. group you're thinking yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like see how they react i'm taking 213 right now so oh, yeah. all, the, all these knowledge are yeah, inside yeah, of me yeah. <laughs> it's like the stats one right uh mm-hmm. no stats is stats is two three seven i think no what, really? is, what the fuck is that? Two thirteen. Well, maybe that's no uh 213 is i'm not sure research mm. which i'm taking right now mm. and then stats i took last semester or last year mm second semester i forgot the number for that mm-hmm. but whatever uh yeah so you were saying control group yeah oh yeah i'm saying like if we wanted to kind of look into it more i'm sure there's um like actual studies done where they have someone uh, and they mm-hmm. make them sit in a room and not see any sunlight and see how they react you know even like jaundice like when you're when mm-hmm. a kid is born with jaundice they put them on under light therapy it's called oh really and it's it's artificial light but Mm -hmm. they also say that the natives when the when native child would be born with uh uh, jaundice or whatever or if a native native child was unhealthy per se Mm -hmm. they would just leave him in the leave them in the sun Mm -hmm. and it would have like healing benefits on the baby and nowadays doctors say oh don't don't let your children go directly underneath the sun uh, really? after they're mm-hmm. like literally born or whatever, right? After a few months after they're born. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that thing. Like it's nature. You you are yeah. from nature. Like as in, 
there is kind of i guess the opposite side of it where because the rays do go into your skin and they pretty much cause like mutation right yeah but then uh -huh, go ahead. the wrong mutation will cause cancer so i guess like that's where the whole idea cancer comes, comes from, from. Yeah, yeah you know uh matt maruka disagrees he says really he says actually we've been fed a lie that's because if you get sunlight from mm. your house let's say you're sitting in your house and you're getting sunlight from outside mm. the our glasses our windows mm -hmm. i mean block out i think it's no I think it blocks out infrared light mm. or one s specific wavelength of light without which the other wavelengths become harmful to your body. It's like, it's almost like, what's an analogy I can give? It's almost like eating or like digesting a tablet without any water. Mm. It's kind of harsh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so he, you're he's, saying the glass makes it better? No, the glass makes it worse. Oh, damn. Because uh, direct direct sunlight mm -hmm. like all the spectrum of sunlight together is healing for your body mm -hmm. but all uh, w uh, if you take out one uh, one specific spectrum mm -hmm. then it becomes harmful for for your body so that's why the uv light from from the sun can can cause cancer if you get mm -hmm. it a lot from inside but if you get it from outside it's not really that harmful really? and he also says that okay the uv spectrum of light is the highest during midday that's mm -hmm. where you feel the heat i think uv and also infrared light uh spectrum is the highest during midday for which you feel the the heat of the sun most is most intense during the midday right mm. that's why most people don't go outside to like play or whatever in the midday right it's a superstition or whatever right but he, that's why he also says that you know don't go outside to like sunbathe or whatever in, in midday mm -hmm. best time to uh get sunlight is in fuck <laughs> in morning light uh -huh. and like uh, when it's setting mm -hmm. so sunrise and then sunset those are the best uh times to get sun uh light because apparently the atmosphere kind of blocks off the the intensity mm -hmm. of the sun so you don't get like crazy amount of sun yeah. and those spectrum are kind of lowered down and stuff that's why there's like many traditions like egyptians and, and indians even they have mm uh sun gazing traditions like they wake up in the morning look at the sun like pray with the sun or whatever and then they go to sleep with the sun mm -hmm. they have traditions like I that mean, yeah and like that makes sense because um no um, i feel like it's a primal thing too of where like back in the day like our ancestors there weren't mm -hmm. really like lights artificial lights. yeah exactly like apart from like a torch i guess but like they would sleep at night, yeah, wake up the in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Because like they actually had to follow that in order to survive because they couldn't like stay up at night. Oh, and also uh, the reason why he says wear blue blocker lights is also fascinating. He says because blue and green spectrum of light can disrupt your circadian rhythm. So mm -hmm. it decreases the release of melatonin from your wherever the fuck it's released from mm -hmm. in the body. I forgot. Hypothalamus is it? No, I have no clue. <laughs> pituitary, I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so it decreases the the amount of melatonin that's released. Mm -hmm. By the way, you can you can drink up, bro. Yeah, bro. If um, you want. No, I was gonna, but like this was in my car. Oh, it's frozen. So I'm feeling it. Yeah, I think oh, it's shit. low key frozen. Do you so want to like, heat it up or something? I don't know. Um, I'm just gonna like hold it. Sure. Yeah. And hope that it thaws in like two three minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's gonna go on for a while. Anyways. Yeah. But anyways, uh, what was I talking about? 
Remind me, please. I forgot. Melatonin. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, with the thing with, like, even our ancestors, like, many can argue that we used to use, like, fire, for example. We mm-hmm. can create, like, fire, right? From, like, wood or whatever. The The thing with that is, like, there's not too much blue and green uh, wavelength in there. Mm-hmm. There's only red and infrared uh, light spectrum in the in the firelight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you've ever been in front of like fire or like a campfire. If well, you've, yeah, yeah. you've done it, it's like it's warmth. <laughs> you don't really feel intensity. You feel like warmth, and you mm-hmm. feel really good. I haven't I, mean, I haven't been in in like a campfire before, but oh, really? I've heard it's like really really good. Yeah, it's nice. Like it's it feels really no, warm really, and cozy and shit. Campfire? Huh? You haven't done a campfire? No man, never. Well, never. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, bro. In Canada? I did one like a few weeks ago. Oh, really? For Halloween. Where? In your house or? No, this was like in Fish Creek. Oh, with, with <laughs> friends or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, man. But it's, you got to do it, man. Uh, it's yeah, nice. man, I've never done it. I, I should do mm-hmm. it, honestly. Because I definitely see what you're saying. Like you feel that warmth and like you want to be close to the fire. But it doesn't really disrupt your circadian rhythm. So it's like a natural form of light that mm-hmm. you can use in, at nighttime. Because yeah. red and infrared is basically heat. Mm-hmm. Those are the basically the names for those spectrum. Like it's basically heat. But then the UV light and the, all, all the other spectrum of light mm-hmm. has different healing properties to your body. And blue and, uh, blue and green light increases cortisol levels. That's oh, the specific really? spectrum of light that wakes you up in the morning. Mm. So when that hits your your body, any part of your body, your body uh, creates cortisol, and then eventually you wake up. Any part of your body. Yeah, any part yeah. of your body. There's been they've done studies where they've even uh, had like laser light. Mm-hmm. They shine on like some part of the body in like test subjects that are asleep, mm-hmm. and they wake up. Oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy, man. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. Because our body has apparently some form of cell that detects detects mm. uh light i mean the light probably triggers something right because hmm? i'm guessing the light triggers something else and then uh, maybe I, I don't really know yeah. like the whole details no, that's about the thing things. i feel like i can't comment too much on the topic because yeah because you know i too know much about very it. little about it uh-huh. um what i have heard is like um like blue light i guess from cell phones and stuff is like harmful not, yeah not that good for you um i'm not exactly sure why or like <laughs> yeah honestly or if it's true or not but the only the only factual thing that i have heard i don't mm. even know if that's true like from at maruka is that it just disrupts the circadian rhythm mm-hmm. but i don't really know too much about like it causing mutations or whatever that can cause mm-hmm. cancer so i don't really know i'm like a beginner in this stuff too so i don't want to comment too much about it but i was gonna ask you uh how often do you work out in a week um because i'm trying to look like you bro so like (laughs) i need to understand i feel like there's really there's no like specific amount you have to work out Um, yeah right now i'm going because i work on the weekend Mm-hmm. um so i try and go as much as i can during the week so it's usually like three four times a week yeah i go about the same time but yeah. you just spent let's say an hour where i mm-hmm. spent like two hours you know when i was starting off mm-hmm. i was like a whole maniac of a kid man what do you mean i was 
I was thinking the more I work out, uh-huh. the bigger I will get. But oh, that's the, yeah, yeah. the farthest thing from the truth, man. <laughs> I figured it out very quickly. Like first year, mm-hmm. oh my God, it was working so well. Really? Like I was I was gaining like uh-huh. a lot of fucking weight. I think I gained like 40 pounds of muscle, man, in no like a way, year. Bro. Like really, that's I crazy. did. And I was so fucking happy. I was like, this uh-huh. is the way to go. Like yeah, yeah. hard work over everything <laughs> and shit, right? Second year came and I was like, bro, I'm seeing nothing. Like, okay, yeah, I did see gains, but uh-huh. it was like, say 10 pounds or whatever yeah, the whole yeah. year, right? And then it slows down, slows down, slows down. And then I hit like that mark last year where I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. And I got to figure shit out. Like this hard work shit isn't working <laughs> anymore. Because like I was just burning myself out, man. Mm-hmm. I came to that point like last year before coronavirus hit mm-hmm. where I was like going every single day to the gym, mm-hmm. five days a fucking week, burning the fuck out of myself two hours every day. Mm-hmm. And then, man, I, was, I came to that point where I had no fucking energy. I would wake up tired. Yes, dude. I, yeah, I would just wake up fucking tired. I would just like not want to fucking talk to mm-hmm. anybody and shit. I just wanted to sleep all day yeah, long. Yeah. And like I had to wake up early for school and it just pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to like change my whole schedule up. Yeah. Man. That's rough. Man. Yeah. That I don't know. Tough. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know why I get addicted to shit. I love mm-hmm. like working out or like, I used to run before. Did mm-hmm. I tell you? I, I was addicted to that shit too, man. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like it's good luck to be addicted to that kind of stuff. But man, it, there comes a point where you can't live without it. It becomes a drug. Yeah. That that's the thing with me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's because these things are good, you know, like running, going to the gym. Like obviously, there's a safe limit. Um, but even then, I feel like it's better, or it's better to go a lot than not to go at all. Yeah. Right? Well, like, I think to a degree that's true, mm-hmm. but like. There can also come a point where, especially what happened with me with running, mm-hmm. is like I used to run like 20 minutes in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I increased to 30 minutes, and then I increased to 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and then I increased to an hour. And then if I didn't do that fucking hour every day, I felt mm-hmm. bad. I felt like I was getting fat because when I, I think it it rela- it goes way way back mm-hmm. to when I was a kid. I was like a, I was like a chubby kid, Damn. and okay. I got bullied a lot in mm-hmm. school and shit, right? And my cousin picked up, cousins picked on me too mm-hmm. and shit, like just jokes and stuff right so yeah so growing up like i was always that chubby kid i always wanted to look like good mm-hmm. I, I always looked up to those like uh yeah. like taller people who were like more muscular than mm-hmm. me and shit right i see what you mean yeah so i was i always felt insecure about my body man i'm mm-hmm. not even gonna lie about it like honestly so i think that's why i got like really addicted to this like, physical shit yeah, yeah. and i felt like oh i don't want to go back to that i don't mm-hmm. want to go back to before I want to stick to this. That's why I like I felt bad if I didn't run like one mm. day. Yeah, man, I was going crazy. And then I'm so thankful, man, for YMCA because mm. if YMCA wasn't there, I w- I would probably die. Really? I would probably I probably would have died like a long time ago. Oh, I probably would have just vanished. How come? Running. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have just vanished one day, like losing weight, weight, <laughs> and just vanish. Like what? because uh, do you know Jonathan, the trainer? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't really name drop in this podcast, but you know, like I don't say, I can say his last name. So everyone knows. We're good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, shout out to Jonathan. He's a fabulous trainer. One, Anyways, one of the best. One of the best, man. He knows his shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he started seeing that I run a lot and shit, mm-hmm. and like he was uh, kind of worried about me because I was like running way too much every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Burning out and st- everything, right? him and another trainer curtis i don't know if you remember this guy he used to have like a big ass beard i'm not sure um i feel like i've met him but i don't remember it like off the top he's gone now he is in edmonton Mm -hmm. 
anyways uh yeah so them two they they started like training me mm-hmm. for free i don't know why man like i've never gotten this much love uh-huh. from uh from just random people that I mean, i'm sure know. they probably saw you have the potential you know like you're, you're here running an hour each day you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was fucking a maniac man yeah and then i would go work out inside like mm-hmm. like do some like uh very low amount of weight like five pounds Word. and shit and then do that for an hour afterwards <laughs> And they were seeing me every fucking day. And mm. I don't know if you remember, but I used to be the last person to leave the gym. Like, yeah, man, always. <laughs> all the fucking time. Because that was my mentality. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I got to be the first to come in, last to leave. You know, like yeah, all okay. those YouTube yeah, yeah, motivation yeah. shit, right? <laughs> Some bullshit. And then they started like, they started training me. And like in the beginning, I was like very hesitant to like mm. do weight weightlifting. Mm. Because I thought that would make me slow. I don't I want. I don't want to be slow. Mm. I want to be lean mm-hmm. and shit. I want to be thin. Because that was my yeah, whole yeah, ideal yeah. of like a of like a fucking ideal physique well that's what a lot of people think is like oh i start weightlifting i'm gonna get too big yeah and then (laughs) and then slowly by slowly by slowly i get i got into the weightlifting thing Mm -hmm. and the man it helped me so much just moving away from that running thing Mm -hmm. helped me so fucking much man if i didn't do that i would have i would have probably died man. like (laughs) honestly or i would have killed myself i don't know i don't know i mean like running is really good for you though Uh, it's like factually better than weightlifting but the, there's yeah. also arguments against running. I don't know if you've heard about those. I have in the sense that, like, it's bad for your knees and shit. But and they also say, like, you know... I feel uh, like the benefits are so much greater than, like, oh, y- your knees might be bad if you run daily for, yeah, yeah. for 40 years, you know? Yeah, yeah, but... Like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 like it makes sense, but the amount of benefit you get from actually running uh and like you wouldn't be running every single day for 40 years i mean you could but yeah, um, i don't think you would yeah i feel like person. most people wouldn't do that and the trade-off in like cardiovascular health is so much greater as opposed to oh your knees are fucked up yeah. <laughs> but there's been uh arguments against running in the sense that you know when we used to live in uh, ancient times, like mm-hmm. prehistoric times, in caveman era, mm-hmm. right? We never used to like run for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. We used to like do bouts of sprinting yeah. to like run away from mm-hmm. animals or like to let's say hunt or whatever. Yeah. So the whole argument is that when uh, you start running like slowly mm-hmm. for like like a like a for hours and hours, right? It kind of kind of trains your body to be kind of slow. Mm-hmm. like it's not as reactive as it would be if you're like if you had a lot of energy let's say like look at a sprinter mm-hmm. versus a marathon yeah, runner. Yeah. a sprinter can outrun a marathon runner any day right but the mm-hmm. ma- marathon runner can just run for longer mm-hmm. but in nature I mean, the marathon runner would die because he wouldn't be yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like that's that's the whole argument against yeah. it i mean i feel like that's not much of an argument it's like facts yeah like no one can deny what you said, you know, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, and like we're learning about it too, how there's mm-hmm. like fast twitch muscles, slow twitch muscles. Mm-hmm. You've probably covered like a bit of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so I feel like it really depends on what what you're training. That's true. Um but But for like let's say for speaking about the general public mm-hmm. who wants to get fit. Mm-hmm. You see them just fucking running every single day, mm. losing weight. But in the long run, I feel like if you do a bit of both, a bit of everything, honestly. Okay, mm. this is leading me into what I also wanted to cover okay. with you in this podcast. Okay. Uh, 
which is movement. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to say, if the general public starts with, let's say, the whole notion of playing, mm-hmm. like when we were kids, we just play and every kid is fit. Well, most of them are, mm-hmm. unless you're born fucked up like myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <man>. don't <laughs> most, <say that. laughs> most uh, kids are fit. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. play, they run around, they do I mean, what kids do, right? It really depends. I feel like nowadays that's hard oh, yeah. to confirm. Nowadays, definitely not. Uh, and that's like a whole nother topic. Um, but Which we can also go into, man. Yeah. This is a platform we, to do I guess that. so, hey. By the way, do you have to like go home at a specific time no, or not? No? no? Okay, fine. then we can fucking talk till tomorrow. For like <laughs> a four-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, high, the longest I've done is three hours and 30 minutes. Damn. And that podcast was the most... I thought that was going to be the least popular. Uh-huh. It's the most popular. Oh, actually? It has like uh, 150... Uh, streams mm-hmm. and then 115 or 16 downloads mm-hmm. oh damn yeah I've, and there's people from fucking bulgaria singapore oh, actually yeah poland that's, that's actually to it. so cool how, yeah man i never um, thought one person was gonna listen to my podcast mm-hmm. but now there's like 750 downloads actually yeah man damn, 16 dude. episodes that's and impressive. I'm like, that's insane i know yeah uh, and it's a crazy feeling knowing that someone in a different part of the world listening to your podcast yeah man i don't even know that person your content yeah yeah it's it's, it's insane i don't know if they listen to the entire thing but Mm. you know they're downloading it so they must right i mean like either way the fact that they've even found it is like astonishing you know exactly with with the whole like amounts of podcasts out there right now there's so much things on the internet and the fact that someone found found it yeah or a specific thing Uh it's insane man Mm. it is but fuck i i digressed again uh we were talking about running and then we moved into movement Mm -hmm. playing yeah we were saying you were saying something about playing i think you were saying how like most kids Mm -hmm. um, oh so yeah are fit i guess because yeah because they play right and then Mm -hmm. when we grow up our parents kind of put us into the whole idea of that you know that that's play Mm -hmm. that's uh, not real life but how come why does real life have to be way more serious? Why does real mm. life have to be full of fear and, you know, expectations and mm. seriousness? Why can't it be playful as well? You know what I mean? Like, there has to be a balance, man. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like it's not just your parents. It's just society, society. overall. Uh, it's because, like, with school, for example, it's like that as well, right? Um, it's less focused, I guess, on those aspects. More on um, and more the on, mental aspect. Yeah, it's like academia and all that. Yeah, man, and that's that's why I fucking hate mm-hmm. system, our our system, the whole world system right now, because it focuses on not even one sixth of the human body, which is this. What do you mean? Oh, just focus on the brain. Mm-hmm. But we're not supposed to be fucking learning all the fucking time. That's why some of us get, I think, even some of us uh, burn out mm-hmm. after a while, after a few years of just going to school. Mm-hmm. Some of us burn out. Like I have friends who are like geniuses. Mm-hmm. But then they come to a point and they're like, man, I don't want to fucking do this shit anymore. Yeah, Drop out yeah. of high school, do some crazy shit, right? And then I've, uh, like, compare them to before. Mm-hmm. They were totally different persons. So, like, I've seen those examples in my life where mm-hmm. there is overstimulation of the brain. And they yeah. lose their passion for learning. I the mean, society like kind of fucks us up that way, man. That's what, with a lot of things. And, like, some people have a different threshold than others. But, like, I've noticed that as well as when you when you do something too much um you lose kind of taste for it yeah yeah you tend to burn out um and that's happened to me with the gym i guess too is i feel like um i go i go i go 
And then I kind of lose that drive Motivation and I stop for a little bit. Yeah, and then you come back. Mm-hmm. But man, you look good. That's that's the only thing that fucking mm, matters. I appreciate it. No, man, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say also that, yeah, like leading to the whole movement thing. Have mm-hmm. you heard of Ido Portal? Um, Not much. Or like uh, the only things I've heard are the things you told me. Oh, okay. So he's like this, uh, man, how do, I, how do I even describe this guy? Mm-hmm. He's like one of those out of the ordinary people like right he's uh he's let's say movement coach Mm -hmm. he teaches movement he does Mm -hmm. everything like he he does gymnastic ring work he can do stability work Mm -hmm. he can do like different wave like movements he dances he's into martial arts Mm -hmm. he he does bodybuilding Mm -hmm. he does like all like all different sports and all different kind of movement. He 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 takes all the movement out there in the world, all mm-hmm. the different sports, all the different kind of uh, styles, I guess. Yeah, styles of movement, and then made his like oh, his own uh, mm-hmm. kind of movement aspect. He's he calls his uh, thing movement culture. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of people. It's situated in Israel, mm-hmm. where they just meet up like every week or every day. I think I don't even know, and they just move. Like do some crazy shit, and it's uh-huh. so cool, man. Like the first time I watched this video yeah. on YouTube, I got fucking addicted to it. Really? Like I always do. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this well, is insane!" What's in the video, dude? Like the first video I saw of him, it was a documentary, mm-hmm. uh, an hour and something long, by Brian Rose. Do you know who Brian Rose is? London Real. No no he's clue. like this. Um, he's also like the podcaster, interviewer kind of guy. Okay. Yeah, so I saw a documentary of him, uh, like just doing some crazy ass shit, like some handstands and then like some flips Mm -hmm. and then like some one arm pull up shit right some insane stuff that i didn't even know the human body was capable of doing you know and i got so fascinated man and then he says you know like his philosophy is very very beautiful man he just says you know the only reason to move is because you can Uh and he he's totally like against kind of modern society's values and shit where they value Mm -hmm phones over their own bodies right for him Mm. the body is kind of the temple for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word and then he uses it to experience this reality called life Mm -hmm. right and it's it's a beautiful thing man once you start doing it there's nothing else that like kind of you you can't focus on anything else Mm -hmm. it's like kind of a fight or flight situation where if you don't focus in the moment you will die it, it's kind of like that like I've, when i first got into the movement thing mm-hmm. like just learning the whole moves and stuff it humbles you and it brings you back in the moment because if mm-hmm. you're thinking about anything else mm-hmm. you can't master that movement you can't yeah, yeah. you can't learn it yeah if your mind is like off yeah if your mind is off you, you can't focus because mm-hmm. it's like very intricate details mm-hmm. have to be perfectly on like perfectly aligned yeah or else you won't learn it it's beautiful like i can't really describe it properly because it's like he does so many shit mm-hmm. i can't just pinpoint and say he does one thing right yeah i you just gotta I, i'm gonna send like you the video you should yeah things. you should watch it it's insane man and then i also sent it to another friend of mine mm-hmm. um he was also on the podcast mustafa okay he watched it he's also like a 
crazy person like myself uh-huh. and he also got addicted to it <laughs> really? the first day and then he bought some he bought some gymnastic rings first oh wow he started training with them mm-hmm. and man this guy got jacked the shit no way like seriously That's man so jacked cool. the shit yeah. like he sent me a picture a couple of days ago his back was looking insane Damn. man like a fucking his lower back was like a christmas tree I'm like, holy oh, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like holy shit yeah and just with gymnastic rings mm-hmm. and then i bought some right over there i started training with them oh, yeah. man they're humbling as fuck man i bet they're humbling as fuck like you can the normal things that you can do with mm-hmm. your body let's say like a pull-up or a dip is mm-hmm. it's 10 times harder with the ring yeah because 100 percent because of the instability mm-hmm. especially if you're outside and the wind is going and shit oh, damn. and if the point uh the anchor point is not as stable and mm-hmm. it's moving around like this it's way harder man you got to be as stable as a fucking rock yeah, no that seems difficult yeah you got to be um, supple but also very stable at the same time or else you might hurt yourself that's the whole that's point of the, the rings a core i guess comes in right uh is to keep you yeah like and home. we don't really use the core in the gym anymore we we have isolated movements where we isolate mm-hmm. everything but the body's not really meant to move in isolated mm-hmm. patterns you know what i mean the whole bodybuilding sport mm-hmm. although it's very eye catching and it's very popular to mm-hmm. like us teenagers and shit and people who are let's say for lack of a better word insecure mm-hmm. like myself uh we get attracted to those things right and then we, we, like we want to become like them because they are they they seem to be they seem to be all perfect and mm-hmm. they just because their body is perfect or whatever right we also as, assume that their mental state might be perfect and mm-hmm. they get all the chicks but when you actually start working out yeah you figure out that that's not the truth man. <laughs> like you get a fucking perfect body yeah and everything and you and you still have the mental aspect i the mean like, that's with a lot of things i feel like that can be applied like to anything is like you can look at someone or like or you can idolize someone um and like to you they might seem like the perfect person but like you don't know like all the things they're going through um i feel like that's with everything from fitness to anything yeah yeah like success in any area like someone um like i'm sure there's people that are good at everything but i feel like most people are kind of like dealing with their own shit and oh yes uh in like one way or another yeah but what i was trying to say that is that like worrying about things that matter Mm -hmm. rather than worrying about things that do not matter Mm. right yeah that's really big Right. So like, for example, worrying about aesthetics mm-hmm. over, let's say, worrying about movement or mm-hmm. worrying about uh, being able to do certain things, mm-hmm. like being able to jump or being able to fight. Yeah. Right. Or being able to str- or being able to, let's say, run as fast as mm-hmm. you can versus how how big does my bicep look? No, definitely. Right. Um, And I feel like you're right about that. Like what you said earlier is like. Uh, it's more so of like a visual thing of like um aesthetics and yeah it's like when someone wants to work out their reason is like to look better Mm. um rather than a different motivation yeah yeah rather than actually the function yeah like improve their bodily function i guess um which isn't to say like that's everyone obviously but um a lot of people uh and i'd say me myself included got into working out because you know you want to look better um which i feel like in a way isn't bad because one it like improves your confidence by a lot um and then two you're still active 
mm-hmm. no matter the reason you got into it yeah you're still like in very the gym. Yeah, yeah which is a lot better than someone who's just at home that's a very good starting point don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but if you're evolving if you're doing that for five years mm-hmm. let's say 10 years yeah you've got to evolve like everything has a i guess evolution so, point you know what i mean if i mean if you're doing it for 10 years whatever is pushing you i feel like you don't have to change yeah per se um like obviously it would be more beneficial to focus on more of a well-rounded like aspects i guess um but i feel like you don't necessarily have to change um you can just stick to that yeah like as an eye if it keeps you going you know keep at it obviously yeah like you said it would be a lot better to kind of hit different sides of like physical activity Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but well again it depends on the person i guess mm, too yeah exactly like different motivations different Mm -hmm. background how they grew up and everything but there are certain people in the planet you know who can't who learn very quickly Mm -hmm. i think i I am one of those person i don't want to be like Mm -hmm. i don't want to sound like an asshole Mm -hmm. saying that oh yeah i'm like the shit or anything well like yeah there's definitely that's what i've noticed as well as like some people learn quickly without mm-hmm. um without kind of having a push and then some people need to um, have that external push yeah or like to hit failure until they realize that they've got to change something yeah yeah no definitely i know i know exactly what you mean and the like the people that train with ido portal and those people mm-hmm. like many and many people are moving into like the whole movement culture or like different kind mm-hmm. of movements since corona hit actually i've oh, seen yeah. so much differences in mm. uh, people's ideologies so it might be a- actually a good thing yeah the whole corona thing i mean it definitely is i guess in a fitness aspect because yeah like say you're a weightlifter and then you get corona your system i wouldn't say isn't really any stronger mm-hmm. you might look bigger and your muscles are stronger but from the inside immune system yeah yeah you're not exactly as strong as like someone who say like like you said moves a lot or they run marathons where their cardio does like cold showers or something like yeah i mean like cold showers is another thing but let's get into that um cold showers no i've tried doing it but you're you're from uh, you know these are just rumors i've heard Mm. i don't know if it's true I've heard like there's traditions in like those cold countries like Russia, mm-hmm. Ukraine, Poland, where the, where there's some tribal groups who actually like take cold showers every single day, like mm-hmm. dip themselves in cold ass lakes. Yeah, I think even in Sweden well, and Iceland. Yeah, I mean I've seen those videos. Yeah, where it's like a, it's like a practice. Is like you go into the lake and you sit there. Yeah, yeah. I'm dude, not sure why you'd want to, but dude, apparently it's very beneficial. But you were gonna say something about. Uh, cold showers you've done it before um yeah i did it for like a week or so and then i stopped after i got sick oh really so i don't know if the two are correlated but um mm-hmm. that's kind of why i stopped is just because i got the flu so i didn't really want to take a cold shower with me already feeling bad right um, when did you take cold the cold this shower was, this was a while ago like two three years ago oh okay you know i don't think they're both correlated but mm-hmm. you know what a weird thing is whenever you start doing something new mm-hmm. your body reacts in a kind of um like defenseless way yeah. like less functional way like i remember when i first started running mm-hmm. i got sick mm-hmm. like the first week i got sick oh, really? and i remember like anything new i start doing mm-hmm. 
I get sick very quickly. Mm. Like uh, my body reacts to it very quickly. Like uh, I don't know. Okay, hold on. Let me say it in a better way. Like, <laughs> for example, when I went to my country mm-hmm. four years ago, I got sick because I think everybody does mm. when they go back to their. Well, yeah, country. Yeah, that makes sense. And then let's say when I started running, I got sick. Mm-hmm. I think when I even started bodybuilding, I had some kind of sickness. Mm. Like in, within the first a few weeks or first few months, Damn. that's like my body like reacting to that new thing, trying to get used to it. I think, and maybe it's also because I push myself way too hard, like mm-hmm. harder than I should be when I am new. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that thing. Maybe were you taking like a lot of cold showers and like a long time for a long time or not really. Um... And like that's the thing like i don't know if they are correlated um because this was in the winter and i usually get the flu during the winter so i might have just been that could be. um so i'm not saying the cold showers caused me to be sick i mm-hmm. doubt that probably happened um it was more of like when i was already sick i didn't want to oh yeah make it worse yeah like take a cold shower and then i'm fucking freezing (laughs) and i have the flu you know um (laughs) yeah yeah so but 100 percent, they do work you wake up in the morning you take a cold shower dude you feel so fresh you're like ready to do anything for the rest of the day yeah Yeah. they work really well it's just it's difficult to actually get into it the habit yeah yeah um and like i watched the video on it that described it a little bit better but who was the video by? Was it Wim Hof? It might have been, but um, it, it's like it's difficult because you wake up and your body's still so like um, warm and very like uh, warm and yeah, you're kind lazy. You're kind of like in your comfort zone, and then immediately you take that cold shower, you're out of that comfort zone, and you're it's way out of the comfort zone. yeah exactly so like it puts you straight out of it and you're ready i guess to do anything anything Mm because nothing can be as bad as that let me tell you that (laughs) man holy shit Mm -hmm. when i first started cold showering man oh my fucking god man my balls are fucking freezing man but after a while you kind of get into it to the point of you just you can just do it without yeah any problem and like low-key you take faster showers too because I find with a hot shower, I spend like 15, 20 oh, minutes yeah. in there. Yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> it's so relaxing. Yeah, exactly. And I just like, I get into my head, I start thinking about things. And I'm like, oh, like, did I already wash my hair? Or, or <laughs> yeah. You start thinking about like a girlfriend that you dated <laughs> four years ago. and <laughs> Just like the randomest thoughts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, you know that meme where it's like... um you're in the shower and then like an argument you had like three years ago comes up and you're like, oh, I should have said, said this. <laughs> I, that, I'm, I'm pretty sure meme like that, but I, I usually don't pay attention to too much memes. It's it's just like, yeah, but in a cold shower, that's not happening. Oh, you're no. in there, you want to get you out. You want to get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, there as soon as possible. you want to finish your shower and get oh, out. Oh, man. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. You know, I've started doing it like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I think like maybe, no, no maybe even a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I do it every it? single day. Damn, every dude, single day man. like i have to mm-hmm. or else like i i don't feel that energetic yeah and it, man trust me my energy levels have gone way way up I like bet, dude. insanely uh-huh. up i can do shit that i have not been able to do since like the last three years man really yeah like i can work out for two hours come back mm-hmm. do a fucking podcast for four mm-hmm. hours and then cook and then yeah, yeah. you know study and shit mm-hmm. all in one day with no problems Although that's probably not the healthiest thing to do, you know, I'm not, I'm not 
saying you should do that or anything mm-hmm. but i'm just giving you an example right yeah i mean it's not the unhealthiest thing either you know there's a lot of people that are doing way un- unhealthier <laughs> things than that yeah, drinking to death uh-huh. yeah or doing crack on the side of the road you know <laughs> so <laughs> exactly i feel like you're good. probably doing a better yeah, thing yeah. than that not. you know i even came back today and then i had some uh ice Mm-hmm. Uh, stored in my backyard and okay. just jumped into the ice no way <laughs> seriously on my underwear <laughs> no yeah man i did and it fe- man let me tell you one thing uh-huh. a cold shower versus like the real cold out there uh-huh. the the real cold i mean the cold shower is nothing compared to yeah, that I bet. bro holy fuck like i was there for 10 seconds i fucking counted uh-huh. 10 seconds my balls were freezing <laughs> off man my i couldn't feel my hands in the fifth second i couldn't feel my hands yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore like my my when i came back in my chest uh-huh. was red and everything really everything was fucking red like man it 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 almost feels like the blood from the extremities mm-hmm. go inside i think there's a name for it it's called the hunter's re- reflex where Probably. you where you uh it's a re- reflex in every single human being where mm-hmm. if you're in the cold for too long the the blood from the extremities go into the inside like to yeah, the organs yeah. to protect it cuz you can live without an arm but you can't really live without a heart mm-hmm. no definitely and like we learned about that too i think right in oh yeah Kines. yeah probably probably in Kines or probably i watched in a podcast or something yeah um i think i remember learning it in Kines, but it's just like you said i feel like it's fairly basic because yeah you would rather y- sacrifice the warmth for the inner body yeah and like the things that actually matter rather than opposed get, to, I guess, your fingers ex- extremities yeah. yeah yeah and like that's how i guess they uh, they it have works. to amputate fingers yeah. and stuff like that is because it doesn't oh like frostbites and shit mm-hmm. if it's not there for too long then it can die off yeah because like there's no, or no blood circulation to it yeah but i think wim hoff said it nicely in one one of the videos i watched he said mm-hmm. when you take a cold shower it gives you like a vascular massage mm-hmm. since the blood is going from the extremities to the to the like the inner organs mm-hmm. and then coming back out again it's giving you like a vascular massage so like anything let's say if there were any if there were any like toxins or yeah. pathogens inside they'd be flushed away like it has a flushing kind of effect oh, especially i don't know if you ever tried this uh cold showers mm-hmm. and then immediately after that hot shower like really hot shower uh, isn't that bad for you bro it gives you like a fucking <laughs> light, like a light dizziness yeah, a little bit i'm sure because the blood from like because i guess that might in the not brain, be good for you. There's Just not as much blood. Switching. Don't people yeah, like pass out like that? It switches really quickly. Yeah, I, I swear people pass out like that. <laughs> yeah, but man, it, it feels good too, you know? <laughs> it feels really fucking good. I like to experiment with myself, man, a lot. Fair. And I've done that shit before. Just be careful, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One um, of these days, man, I'm going to die. <laughs> no, just because I've heard stories of like where someone would go from the pool and they'd jump in the hot tub. Oh, yeah. And then... Just pass out. Yeah, they just pass out in the hot tub. Yeah, but like I try to go like not fucking like crazy hot mm. just like i try to go in the middle mm-hmm. and then oh, cold doesn't like yeah. really really cold i like the cold better than the hot now really the hot is relaxing but in, the cold in terms like, of water you. or in terms of weather oh no 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 what i fucking hate cold weather <laughs> yeah, okay. i i like like cold water uh-huh. i i kind of see the healing benefits after mm-hmm. a while of doing it mm-hmm. it really does have something yeah. to it i mean th- that's the thing is like um there's both there's positives in both hot and cold because i feel like um uh, and i've read this somewhere is with hot definitely like relaxes your muscles Mm -hmm. so like say um 
like even in the morning i if you take a hot shower your muscles are more relaxed as opposed to cold shower where you're more awake energetic yeah yeah where not to say that that's a bad thing maybe you kind of need that like after say you went hard last night uh, like you worked out a lot and then in the morning you take a nice hot shower all your muscles relax relax and shit um same with like sinuses and stuff like that your sinuses clear up when you take a hot shower uh, i'm oh, not shit. exactly sure that. why yeah i'm not sure why but it like i guess like alleviates that uh-huh no because it makes sense like if you put water on your body in the same temperature as your body is mm-hmm. it will kind of i guess increase blood flow i would mm-hmm. hope or like I think so. something like that this is just me thinking common yeah. sense you know i mean with the cold it makes sense because your body goes into like fight or flight and then with that like you said yeah there's higher blood circulation yeah exactly but there's also ways to like withstand the cold for longer mm-hmm. like wim hof has taught that for a long mm-hmm. time he like breathes like crazy did you know mm-hmm. this guy uh climbed mount everest in his shorts oh actually yeah he's in insane fucker man was it you that showed me that video it's like i'm not sure where it was but it's uh-huh. just these guys they like go into a frozen lake maybe because i showed a bunch of people that video yeah and then they just chill in the frozen lake i'm not sure if it was you i just remember seeing that video where yeah it's like middle of winter Uh these guys are in a forest it's all snowing okay no maybe not me because i I don't think i've watched that video before and then they all just go and sit inside the oh it was like a mr beast video or something (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) i don't remember in mr bean video beast mr beast who, yeah do you know who mr beast is no who's that? i'm not too sure either i've never actually watched the full video oh, okay but it's just this guy on youtube he's like super, oh mr beast yeah super rich like i don't know how he got so rich oh shit okay um like i said i haven't watched any videos i'm sure like someone listening is probably gonna correct me <laughs> uh-huh um like all i know is that he he has a lot of money and he does these crazy giveaways oh okay um like he would do things where like he goes into a shop and he draws like a circle and he's like all the things you can fit into that circle I'll buy for you. Holy so, like, shit! Things like that, or like so he's a generous person in a sense. Kind yeah, of. very. I I'd say so. Very generous. Um, uh-huh. in the terms of like he gives so much money away. Maybe he so, also like, gained that money in a wrong way. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, possibly. Um. Like, that's the thing. I don't know how he makes his money. Yeah. Like, YouTube and there's got to be another source. Oh, definitely. Because this guy's stacked, dude. Probably investing or some shit like that. Maybe. Um, but that's yeah, what like, they I don't know how we went onto the Mr. Beast topic. But <laughs> the cold shower thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I've watched... Cool. I, don't, I don't think I've uh, showed, you, showed you that video because mm. I don't know who Mr. Beast is. So <laughs> probably not me. But I do watch, like, a lot of Wim Hof videos uh-huh. and shit. I like his guided meditation too, where yeah. uh, no, I feel like like hyperventilation. You're definitely getting more knowledge watching those videos as opposed to Mr. Beast, <laughs> as opposed to school too, man. Honestly, yeah, definitely. Like in school, I feel like there's there's courses that I like and there's courses that will help me in the future that I want to learn, but there's also courses. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's okay, man. <laughs> there's also courses that are just like stupid. And uh, irrelevant, I think. Like definitely. chemistry and like eh, stats to a degree, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really mind stats because I had a stats good was, prof. Stats was kind of interesting. Um, 
once you actually look into it it's like like that person that guy said in the gym today it's like behaviors and shit mm -hmm. what's that guy's name by the way okay tell me later don't don't tell me now oh yeah because <laughs> uh, i don't want to name drop anyways <laughs> um yeah stats is not that irrelevant but chemistry man pisses me off yeah chemistry and like some oh like 244 man like sociocultural aspect of sport all feminist mm -hmm. shit all feminist I mean, shit man. it is i kind of like 244 just because it was so easy <laughs> uh, dude it's easy as fuck but it's just like so redundant like mm. it's it's a it should be a philosophy course well, it shouldn't it be a kines course you but know like I mean? at the same time i feel like it's interesting because we take it to kind of expand on more topics because mm -hmm. kines overall is focused on just physiology yeah kind of i thing. guess movement in all aspects and that does cover some of those i guess issues that arise um granted like you said not everyone's going to be interested in those issues and mm -hmm. like i feel like a lot of people aren't mm -hmm. um but that's the thing with the university unfortunately is you got to learn what you don't want to yeah learn exactly you got to take courses you're not really interested in which um i feel you on the chemistry bro like ochem and bchem Oh man, I haven't taken OCHEM yet. That's next semester luck, for me. Bro. Good luck. <laughs> I'm hearing shit from my friends right now that are taking it, and yeah. they're like, "Man, it's not easy." It's not. It dude. is not easy. It's definitely not. Fuck. I would say OCHEM, BCHEM, probably hardest courses in the degree. Holy shit! And they're not even in the faculty. Right? Like, man, when am I ever gonna use anything from OCHEM or mm -hmm. BCHEM in my life or in my kinesis field if I do choose to go into That's that? That's the thing. Is like say someone who chooses to do a master's in physiotherapy mm -hmm. i'm sure they apply some of those concepts or it's helpful knowing so that you can like, understand something yeah, better the ochem we're taking it like describes how like atp is made and all those oh okay i'm not sure there's a specific <clears throat> word for it but like it describes how the body functions homeostasis so, no yeah i mean that's like body's balance. Technically, yeah. Um, like, I guess that's a word you can use is it describes how the body is in homeostasis. Um, it just goes very, very in-depth to like to the point of what are certain enzymes doing, these molecules, how are these molecules breaking down. Mm -hmm. So they're definitely describing how the body works. But in way more in depth. Yeah, like me personally, I, like I don't care. That's too much depth for me. For someone who I guess is going into physiotherapy, it might be a, a bit helpful because th then they can explain certain phenomenons because they know how the body is actually working deep inside. Yeah, yeah. But for most practices, I feel like it's too in depth to actually be useful. Like, yeah, man that's the whole idea with the university like you said we have to take courses that we don't really like to th mm -hmm. that most of us don't really want to take mm -hmm. don't uh, are probably not going to remember anything from it like do you remember anything from your first year anatomy and physiology course like basic shit of course but year. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> yeah exactly as bad as that sounds you don't remember anything from any year right yeah like it's <laughs> that's it, it's basic fucking human i feel so bad saying that Bro, but it's I, the truth, man. But I paid a lot of money for this. I, I paid a lot of money to go to university. Yeah, so, so think I, back I, on I it. Was it worth it? Anything. Exactly. You forgot everything. So we have mm -hmm. to revise everything again. It, yeah, we'll come back. 
faster because we have that base mm-hmm. but at the same time man if we're not remembering shit what the fuck what the fuck is the point of that you, we can yeah. just teach ourselves that shit from the internet which is well and that's a common i guess mistake s- saying oh. like that's what a lot of people say against university is yeah like most of the things you can just learn yourself like all knowledge is on the internet in one way or another and you can learn anything yourself so why pay a shit ton of money to i mean like at the end of the day you're just trying to get that piece of paper um i'm I'm glad you said the truth (laughs) (laughs) but i know some people are in it for the knowledge um i feel like and i've realized this in university as well is we only have these outlooks because of the way we are or like the way we view school Mm -hmm. there are others that view it in a different way yeah in a different way to it and they actually gain a lot from it um there's this guy that i took ochem with Mm -hmm. um and like he really changed my outlook Mm. i guess um on school um what happened is yeah like we're in Ochem and this guy's going hard you know like he knows all his things he goes home he reviews he studies is he indian no no uh, um, oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why the first thing that popped up in my head is that he's indian uh but like we, we start talking um and i yeah. find out he, i think he's in his 30s oh and, and i had no clue i'm like damn i thought you were like my age yeah um but like <clears throat> that kind of further explained why he was actually so diligent in his work it's because he wanted to be there like oh. as opposed to me um you're just experimenting kind of to see experimenting i guess um i'll lay it out like this kind of for me it was i finished high school so now now what now my parents are kind of putting that pressure onto me that i should go into university and that's like what most of my friends are doing and that's kind of the societal expectation so i go into university and i do that um and in a way that's not really my decision um like i guess that is my decision but i am like influenced by other factors some not as um pure in your wanting let's yeah say. i'm not like as interested as as opposed to this guy um what he told me at least and i don't remember everything but um after high school you know he just got a job and then he worked like one job other job other job and then he got to fairly high positions in those jobs mm-hmm um but even then that wasn't really enough for him and he decided to go back to school in order to learn and actually um i guess get better jobs and that's what i could see from him is that's why he's out here Very studying yeah. yeah he's interested in what he's learning is because he wants to be there you know mm-hmm. he's paying money for this and he's paying a lot of money um but his money is worth i mean spent well yeah exactly because he actually wants to be there um as opposed to me who doesn't really give a fuck um and and that's why it's like things fly in one ear and out the other is because i feel like i'm not as invested as someone like him for example yeah where he's at a later later stage in his life he knows he wants to be in university he's doing it for himself and Um, there's an argument for that too like like you said i think that's a better path to choose like there's a outline that natives used to follow mm-hmm. for a boy's or for a man's life it's called a hero's journey it's mm-hmm. a specific point in a in a boy's life or a man's life where he 
becomes a man from a boy mm-hmm. through a through an initiation period. It could be years. It could be few months. It could be few days. Mm-hmm. If you don't go through that, and many people in our society don't go through that, they don't really understand like their life. They don't really become as mature as let's say the person that you were talking about, mm-hmm. or like some older person that you know who's really mature. I feel like many many teenagers or many many even adults nowadays are not really mature like mature to to really understand what life really is and that's why the world is just going to shit because we have the world is full of those people who are not who haven't gone through that initiation experience mm-hmm. who haven't really transitioned from a boy to a manhood mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i feel like like the example that you brought up that guy mm-hmm. him taking his own path and then coming back to university mm-hmm. i think that's justified or that's a good decision because he's there on his own terms mm-hmm. he's not there because somebody else wants him to be there yeah or because he has pressure behind him for him to be there right cuz one thing i figured out in my life man if there's nothing else that i learned is that human beings can never be pressured to do anything like yeah they can what be fucking pressured to fucking you know if you're in jail or whatever if mm-hmm. you're in if you're in let's say crazy circumstances then you can be pressured i guess if your life depends on it then mm-hmm. yeah then you can be pressured to do that shit but if you if it's like basic daily shit like oh what am i going to do with my life then mm-hmm. i don't think you can be pressured to like i mean do something from your like parents or whatever I've, you know I feel like it really depends because sometimes like pressure is real in the f- in the form of like um one's decisions may be affected by so- what someone else wants. Mm. Like how what do you mean by that? Well like say uh, for example like parents <clears throat> you want to do one thing but your parents are saying another thing. Yeah. And like now how do you say no when you've been living with them for 18 years? That's the thing. That um, that is uh, critical. Would you not say that's pressure? It is pressure, but I'm saying like you can't really force someone to do anything. You know what I mean? Like I can't force you mm. to let's say do something if you don't want to do it. Well, yeah, I guess they can't force you, but like it is. Like especially in the sense of learning, mm-hmm. you won't really learn anything if you're yeah. getting forced yeah. to learn it. Yeah, that I right. I, I think that that's what I was trying to get mm-hmm. get at. Not like something else okay yes yeah, so with the with the whole like thing with learning i don't think you can be forced to learn anything mm-hmm. like if you have a passion for something else but your parents or whatever are forcing you to learn a specific thing then i don't think that's really beneficial for you or for them because maybe for them they'll they'll think oh i guided him or mm-hmm. her to a good life but in reality he or her or she thinks inside that damn I didn't really choose my path. I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. There's a void that's that's unfulfilled, that's not not fulfilled yet, mm-hmm. and that calls out throughout your lifetime. That's why people have midlife crises. Yeah, because they figure out that yo, what the fuck am I doing? I'm 50 years old and I'm 30 years old, mm-hmm. and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm still following the path of a slave. Like Friedrich Nietzsche had this very um, nice passage in one of his books thus spoke zarathustra i think it was mm-hmm. i didn't read the book but i i, I mm-hmm. heard it from okay. um, someone uh, he says in the book that um 
there's when we're born we're yeah. a camel and what does a camel do a camel carries things he's mm-hmm. a he's let's say a slave for lack yeah. of a better word right he's humans he's a human slave mm-hmm. he carries shit for the human he does what the humans tell human tells him to do basically follows order right but there comes a point where the camel meets a dragon that dragon's name is thou shalt thou shalt means means you sh- you will mm-hmm. but then if you if you don't really fight the dragon you stay a camel but when you when you if you start fighting the dragon and you win you become the lion mm. that's the transition phase mm-hmm. you see it's like a metaphorical kind of an analogy but he's trying to say that from a camel in order for us to become a lion from a camel we have to fight the dragon and that dragon is pressure yeah external pressure what other people want mm-hmm. except for what we want but when we choose to say yes to ourselves mm-hmm. and no to the outside pressure and outside um expectations or whatever then we become the lion because yeah. paul check also says it in a nice way he says our yes has no meaning until until we learn to say no so you can say yes to everything mm-hmm. but then it really has no meaning until you start to say no because there's a yeah. that's a difference like then people actually start respecting you Mm-hmm. Because they've heard that no from you, right? They, they've I heard mean, that. Yeah, and like at that point, you've made a choice. Is... Exactly. You're not just like... Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not just going along with the flow. You've made the choice exactly. actively not to do something. Yeah, exactly. And you're not also like uh, people's rug, for lack of a better word. Like people so. don't like step on you mm-hmm. and, and shit. I mean, with I mean? the entire lion and camel thing, I guess that goes... Or like that speaks about the entire idea of like taking control your of own your path life. Yeah. yeah and just knowing what you want to do in life which is a very difficult no like i, I didn't mean to say that to do. like you need to know what to what you're going to do with your life but, but yeah not know specifically what to do but i feel like take control of your like life figuring and, it out yeah like choose your own decisions as opposed to being led by someone else mm-hmm. yeah but yeah man like a very like um deciding point in one's life is that moment mm-hmm. like is this moment right now the moment that we're going through right now this phase mm-hmm. for a lifetime is a very crucial moment and i think this is the time where we have to take decisions for ourselves you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like start leading our own lives and figuring our own shit out because if we don't man one day it's gonna haunt us yeah maybe it's in our deathbed maybe it's a midlife crisis but it will come to haunt us because mm-hmm. a life lived with other people other people's expectation is not really a life well spent honestly man and it, you feel it i feel it when i'm like in a fucking computer at 12 a.m midnight <laughs> studying and i'm like what the yeah, fuck yeah. am i doing you know when i could be like halfway across the world like you know doing some other shit yeah i mean and that's in that situation i guess it's tough because you're you're in the scenario in the scenario you are now and you can't really escape it but i feel like after we're out of university it's a bit easier to make that decision it it might be man for me personally at least um i feel like i have to finish that chapter and then i have the choice because you're almost done yeah like you're in the brink of done Mm -hmm. being done so if you quit right now 
you might question it later you know what definitely I mean? yeah you definitely <laughs> well, will I'll so yeah right might as well get the paper i mean it, it is it is for a piece of paper let's be honest it's not for yeah. knowledge but that piece at of least paper for us is like a key yeah well we think it's a key in the modern world i beg to disagree man because i've heard examples from many many older adults that mm. i talk to and shit they say man like don't believe there's bullshit called degree because I've gotten one and I work in McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I've gotten one and I work in Winners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the thing is like, obviously your degree isn't going to magically make you make a lot of money. You know, I feel like it's a tool. You take that tool and what you do with it really is matters. Up to you. Yeah. Like you have two people, one person that doesn't have a degree other person does have a degree i feel like the person with the degree does have more potential but th- that doesn't mean they'll automatically be get more, the job yeah be more successful because if the other person does grind more and they they put in the effort they'll get the position even without that like uh, yeah paper but that the whole thing is that the world isn't fair you know what i mean yeah so <laughs> it might you might get a job even if you don't have a degree or mm-hmm. you might not get a job, even if you have a degree, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just at the end of the day, it also comes down to a bit of luck and oh, yeah, a little bit of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like kind of outside hand guiding you. I, I think Well, like luck. And um, I feel like nowadays um, connections. Yeah. Connections are so big. Um, and I've heard this a lot of where people get to positions for the that connections they're not, they have. yeah they're not qualified for because of the connections they have man um, th- look at our leaders mm-hmm. it's so stupid they're not really true leaders they they can just talk well trust me they I can mean, just they can just speak well they can manipulate yeah, yeah. us well if you really look at their um background mm-hmm. or like their credibility or whatever they're not really they're, they're not really credible to be a president or to be a prime minister. What do you mean by our leaders? Do you have like, someone in, sp- in man like in specific all all our about? leaders? Not specific. Like I don't want to like name drop or anything, but you know, Trudeau, yeah, it sounds like you're talking Trump, about someone specific. <laughs> Trudeau, Trump, all of them. I'm talking mm-hmm. about all of them. Okay. Because I, I'm I come from a country where there's a fucking fucked up system. To here, but in the beginning, I thought, oh, this is heaven, mm-hmm. and then like little by little, you figure out, you know slowly by slowly you start to figure out that you know there's also some holes in this system Mm -hmm. and then you figure out that you know this is fake democracy like this is yeah they 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 say it's democracy but it's just a facade it's just like an image of democracy but when in true reality we're being fed bullshit in true democracy there needs to be true information for us to decide whether I should vote for you or not, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're being fed lies. Like, we're being fed lies about the person. That's why you figure out, like, a bunch of shit about the the yeah. polit- politician's past, that he was this or he was that, or he bribed this or he mm-hmm. bribed that, he was a rapist or blah, 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 right? I don't know what the whole rapist shit, but, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they hide shit from us. Mm-hmm. In a democracy, everything should be truthful, like, unfiltered. Especially if you're a leader, if you're hiding shit from us, and and you have deeper intentions rather than the the good of mankind, good mm-hmm. of the country, I don't think you should be a fucking leader. And mo- most of our leaders nowadays, man, are bad leaders. Yeah, but like, and yeah. I don't have the vocabulary to like describe it as well. Mm-hmm. That's let's say other people, but you know, you, 
you kind of get the idea right yeah um i mean i definitely get the idea but i feel like um as i guess bad as it is it's definitely one of the best in the world you know like you can't and that's what i don't like guys when people complain about the side we have and they're like oh it's so bad you know oh it's not bad at all where there's people starving in africa like (laughs) and you're here worried that oh trudeau is doing this obviously it does affect you negatively yeah um and it's still an issue but in the grand scheme of things um it's not gonna affect your life to that extent extent. no i I totally i totally agree with you man like i would rather live here than my country Mm. i've seen both sides you know what i mean but i'm I'm just saying that for example like would you rather live in a country where you know is is being who you know is being lead led by Mm. a dictator or would you rather live in a country where you don't know that you're being led by a dictator but you actually are so you're being like fed lies basically that's the thing i feel like you'd want to live in the one with the higher quality of life like it doesn't really matter who's leading you if your life is good if your life is shitty or yeah if your life is shitty or your life is good um because i feel like with what you said how like some politicians are hiding things um and like that's what i felt about the recent like election is it's more of a choice between what do you call it the better evil or something or i was thinking the same yeah shit. yeah the lesser evil uh-huh. like both of the candidates evil. aren't aren't really amazing the you best know? person yeah exactly yeah. um because if there was actually someone with nothing to hide with a perfect history they would have won um so like both of the guys aren't amazing candidates but at that point you're just kind of choosing the lesser evil yeah which poison to take basically Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know what you mean man like i see your point there but i would also like you know because if you don't question the system mm-hmm. it will stay stagnant mm-hmm. you need to have somebody who's he's who's always questioning the system to make it improve you mm-hmm. know what i mean and i think us humans well maybe we're not that at that at that point yet but i think we eventually should be or would be at a point later on in our evolution Mm -hmm. where we can govern ourselves where we don't need a government Mm. i don't really like the whole idea of a government man i never did yeah big daddy fucking (laughs) fucking uh manipulating us and like Mm -hmm. showing us what to do and shit i mean and that's a age-long question i feel like yeah but to an extent i feel like you need a government specifically for law um just because law and order i feel like because you would have certain people that would try to take advantage of the system and try to um um, do bad yeah yeah like do bad for the general public and i feel like that's what the law is there for yeah and that's exactly what i'm trying to say like we're not at that point yet but i have Mm -hmm. hope in my heart that maybe we can get to a point where you know we're all taught when we're childs like children that you know mm. don't do this shit or no, society yeah, will no. crumble that's definitely not gonna happen you think so i feel like with human nature there's just people that are more greedy than others or more yeah. more evil maybe that's true man not evil but like um they're 
like they grew up in a yeah kind of they fucked up they go for their goals yeah, yeah. in more aggressive ways than like others selfish let's say i guess so in a sense um and yeah i feel like with, with those people they would take advantage of the society if if yeah. there were say no laws but my whole my whole idea is uh balance mm-hmm. i want balance man because right now it feels as if like it's too much on one side either positive or too much on the negative side in the world mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like you give the example of africa or whatever mm-hmm. right or even our countries it, it seems as if it's too much on the or a little bit on the bad side mm-hmm. well in here it's a little bit to the good side but in reality man if it was a little bit on the good side like why why is people here suffering like people are st- here are still suffering but from a different yeah, type of yeah. shit like mental illness mm-hmm. or like physical illness like diabetes and mm-hmm. all this shit right yeah there's like diseases like those in our country but man mental illness i didn't even know what the fuck that was before i came here yeah i had no idea and some of the diseases that people have here like yeah basic diseases like cancer diabetes mm-hmm. and all those shit people in my country have it too i bet your country does too but there's not insane diseases like we learn about in in Kines, man. Like, I've never heard of that shit mm-hmm. half the time. Like, there's... People are still suffering. Mm-hmm. That, and that's my question sometimes. Like, when I'm, like, thinking a lot, a question that pops up a lot is that are we really living in a better society when people are still suffering but in a different way? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like suffering is always going to be there. Yeah, yeah. It might just be a human... It's, it might just be a human mm-hmm. thing. Like, the, the way of nature, or like, the unwritten law or whatever. Yeah. Could be, right? Well, I think it, it's... it's um, And I'm not too knowledgeable on the subject, so I don't want to yeah. say too much. But I believe the brain itself creates problems for you. Um, and, like, I, I think I watched a video on this or I read something about it. But, yeah, it's it's something in the brain and it makes problems for you. And they've looked at people who are, like, say, super rich and they have everything going for them. Mm-hmm. And even for them, the brain subconsciously creates something. Yeah, it creates issues for them to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess you wouldn't be human without without that. Yeah, without a, 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 like something to worry about. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Because I've even heard this quote from somebody that says, even Buddha had problems he had to deal with, mm-hmm. even when he was on that enlightened stage. Mm-hmm. So being enlightened slash though that like higher consciousness state doesn't mean that all the problems go away yeah it means that you are okay with having problems mm-hmm. it means that you know how to manage it yeah and how to live within it how to live with it because mm-hmm. i think it's like yin and yang like day and night right it's always gonna be there it's just a part of life so, yeah, yeah so i guess we might as well just accept it maybe yeah. it's always gonna be like this who the fuck knows but my whole idea is just maybe maybe we can go to a better place a little better than this you know i don't want total positivity that's not my idea Mm -hmm. but my idea is like where we can live truthfully at least at least like i feel like the ancients lived a better life than us man physically speaking like Mm. there were less diseases i believe they can say whatever the fuck they said oh they died in their 30s or whatever yeah (laughs) there's that argument i know but how the fuck do they know that when they only found like a handful of let's say uh skeletons or whatever maybe Mm -hmm. the Maybe those were like the the extreme cases and they used to like bury them in like a weird fucking place that they mm-hmm. found out and all the normal people were buried in another place. Maybe. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I really think the ancients lived a better, like well-rounded lifestyle. They used to 
they used to have a practice, a spiritual practice, mm-hmm. which is good for the mental side, one could argue, let's say. They used to eat better foods than we eat right now, definitely 100%. Really? Man, 100%. Think about it. Do you think the foods that I we eat know, right man. now is better than ancient food? Like organic versus all the bullshit we eat, pizza and fried well, shit? I mean, with those things, but like some of the things we do eat, like as in the healthy things we eat are... Like what? Like rice and chicken, for example. Yeah, but it was always there, wasn't it? I mean, it was, but like back in the day, it definitely wasn't prepared as well as it is now well we don't really know that because we we never really experienced that firsthand you know what i mean or like say like wheat and like a corn like now it's all genetically engineered do you think that's Um, good genetically engineered like gmos and everything um, it can feed more people but that also comes at a cost trade-off right think about that yeah i feel like the only cost though is uh is the moral side of it you know right no i would i would disagree man because i i eat like mostly everything organic and i'm like on that wave Mm -hmm. like i said i like to experiment with myself but i think there's some truth to the organic um shit like to the to like going back to natural stuff honestly because you feel way better Mm -hmm. you can think way better you don't have like negative thoughts well you have negative thoughts but it's it doesn't bother you as much mm-hmm. that's what i've noticed the most with like eating starting to eat organics and like starting to take cold showers mm-hmm. and shit like that right is that yeah i hadn't i have negative thoughts but it's like it doesn't bother me as much mm-hmm. it's like oh whatever it's just there in the back of my head but in the same way i feel like that is more of a placebo effect could be yeah to like like I doubt that food that you're eating is making you think better. Better? Um, Maybe it's just like, me. Uh, yeah, I feel like it is. It's just your perception of it. Yeah, like as in your just lifestyle, I guess, and like thinking style is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's not like a bad thing. Um, but like from that, you're like evolving as a person, I guess. Because I know what you mean, like. Uh, and like what you've talked about before, how there's always st- stress. It's mm-hmm. more of how you deal with it. Yeah. Um, and I've, um, I remember I, it's a topic I'm actually like decently like interested in. Um, Which topic? I, just like how you perceive stress. Oh, okay. Uh, because I remember, um, um, I've seen this somewhere. I'm not sure where it was, but it's, that's why I guess defines you as a human um and that's how humans are different from animals is they what does stress um it's the choice of how they want to perceive um like sensory information so like override instincts basically yeah pretty much like say you get a thought about something you without realizing it you have control over it yeah that thought has the power that you give it so you you have control of how you react to the certain stimuli Mm -hmm. um and with that, I feel like if you can control your thinking in a way, in a way you can live a much better, better life. life. Yeah. Like as opposed to say something comes up and you're stressed about it. Something that doesn't even matter. Like that's what used to happen to me a lot is I would get stressed over things I had zero control over. Um, and I would get really stressed. Um, and then this was actually in Kines, Um This was a lab. I think it was I'm not sure what 
course it was, but I remember just watching this video. Yeah. Um, and they had they did a study. And this was actually a really interesting study. I wish I could find it again, but where they watched a family of chimpanzees or something not chimpanzees but like a specific type of monkey yeah and they found that the alpha generally was uh, they had a lot more health problems and didn't live as long um, as the beta males Mm. why why is that that's because they were the alpha they knew they were the alpha so they had constant stress Oh, to stay the alpha like the pressure yeah exactly whereas the beta they weren't really worried about finding food right about like you know fighting with other males they were just living mm-hmm. so their stress levels were way lower uh, and they actually monitored these levels and they saw that yeah the betas were a lot less stressed because um, they didn't have any challenge yeah exactly because they weren't really worried about too much um and they saw that um their health was so much better than the alphas shit i I didn't know this yeah bro and like once i very fascinating study right um once i found this out i like realized how much pointless things i'm i'm getting worried about and how this stress is actually affecting me like not only mentally but like physically as well um man all for all we know all the stress could be killing us Mm-hmm. All these stress, tre- tre- all these stresses could be the cause of all the problems that yeah. we have right now. It could be stress because we're more stressed than ever before, man. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think also moving away from. Uh, and it's funny too because we're stressed for things, like you said, we're we're the most stressed I feel like we've ever been, or I'm not sure. That's a big claim because I'm sure the people in World War Two and stuff were. Oh, pretty... okay. No, I don't. I don't mean that way, but I mean like stressed about like things that just isn't worth stressing yeah, about. Yeah, like yeah. bro if you're in world war ii as a soldier mm-hmm. stress was a fucking essential thing yeah. if you weren't stressed you would probably fucking die probably exactly but worrying about like oh what is this girl thinking about mm-hmm. me or whatever or oh, oh my photo didn't get enough Instagram yeah exactly likes, or like oh bro what if i don't get this job you know i have an yeah. interview what if i don't get this job bro who the fuck cares it's just a fucking mm-hmm. job it's not like you're gonna die right mm-hmm that's like Mm -hmm. essential stress versus like redundant stress like there are things you should worry about more than others yeah um and i feel like um i've met a lot of people like that that they stress over things that aren't very important Mm -hmm. um and i feel bad because i kind of let them know like i don't um you're not you're not a bullshitter like you just you're straightforward i like I guess that. um i like to let them know kind of that's the thing i don't say it straight out but mm-hmm. i want to let them know that yeah, maybe you... there are other things you should worry about you know this isn't really the the most important thing yo i don't know if this is a whole russian thing but you know all the european people have met mm-hmm. they're like straightforward as fuck and i love that yeah. man i fucking love that like mm-hmm. they don't bullshit around mm-hmm. like uh, i have a friend he's polish i love him man like mm-hmm. he whatever he thinks he says that mm-hmm. out to your fucking face <laughs> i've heard it's like a culture in like yeah. uh, europe i mean i feel like it really depends on the person because i'm not like too much like that mm-hmm. um and like same with my family i feel like it is kind of the people you've grown up with yeah yeah because in every culture you have those people that are not afraid to speak their mind and yeah that are more outgoing than others mm-hmm. um so 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just uh, me then, because I've heard from him that friend mm. of mine that maybe it's a European culture and that everybody there, since there was like that whole like you know Hitler shit back in the days. No, you don't think so? I don't think so, man. I feel like it all depends on the person, um, because in any, I'm sure even in your. Oh yeah, definitely is. Yeah, right. like there are people that are more like um, straightforward i mean in general mm -hmm. like i'm talking in general you know what i mean like in here you would see fake smiles or like mm. like in my country nobody does that shit like mm. when i first came here and people started smiling at me and then when they turn back their smile is gone i've never seen that before uh -huh. like a smile in my country is a genuine fucking smile mm -hmm. nobody just smiles at you because they fucking want to yeah it's like weird in my country it's not like a traditional thing mm -hmm. it's not like a cultural thing if you see that you'd be like what the fuck is wrong with that guy <laughs> Right, you would try to ignore him and like yeah, stay away yeah. from him and He's shit. Just crazy. Yeah, like thing like things like that, you know, like mm -hmm. or having like small talk isn't a thing in my country. Like, oh, hello, how are you doing? The weather is nice today, right? <laughs> like, I can't do that because in my culture, it's not a thing, man. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I'm 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 fascinated by conversations like this, like genuine conversations, like mm -hmm. deep ass conversations. Well, when I feel we like talk, it's more important. Yeah, like I can't. I can do small talk now, but when I first came here, man, I was like, what the fuck, mm -hmm. man? I, I don't know how to do this, like, small talk shit. But I still low-key don't really know. Yeah. Me. It's just, like, I'm <laughs> not, like, too interested in that. In that small talk shit. Um, I feel like you can maintain it, but you don't really learn anything from it. Yeah, what's the point? No, it's like a time waster. Yeah, there's no enjoyment from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You see, like, old people doing that shit all the time, man. What like, even mean? older generations than us. Like, I, I work at Winners, right? Mm -hmm. Frontline cashier. 99% mm -hmm. of the time, people will come up to me. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm like, I'm good. Thank mm -hmm. you. And most of the time, you won't, you don't really speak your mind. Mm -hmm. You just say, I'm good. Even if you're feeling bad. Well, yeah, because you, it's you like, can't be like, oh, yeah, my day's going horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just start fucking rambling <laughs> yeah. about your life, right? <laughs> kind of impolite, I guess. Uh -huh. But anyways, like, yeah, you say that shit. And then they start talking about, like, the weather or, like, their dog or some other mm -hmm. shit, right? Like, it's a redundant fucking conversation. Mm -hmm. And I see that shit, like, a lot mm -hmm. in Winners. And some people are good with it, especially people that are born here. Mm -hmm. I see that a lot. And immigrant people, they're, they're like, oh, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And they just go with their fucking shit. And oh, they yeah. just, you know, I feel like they're, they're a bit more... Raised in a different way, kind of. Yeah, like, they know, and in reality, like, no one really gives a fuck. <laughs> um, I guess, like, some people just like to share more than others yeah man um not even share like it's just a canadian like western culture man i don't i haven't seen that shit in any other culture really yeah like the small talk shit mm -hmm. where you just like talk about weather or some other shit man it's so fucking redundant it's so stupid man yeah i mean i'm sure it happens um that's the thing i can't really comment because this is the only culture i've really seen oh yeah weren't you born in russia i was but like i left when i was 10 Oh, okay. Um, so I feel like at that point, I, I didn't have the mental capacity to... Um, like, understand as much as yeah, you do right now. Yeah, to make certain... Or, like, to notice certain aspects of society. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't really comment on whether there is small talk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you lived in Moscow? Mm -hmm. That's the capital, right? Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you something. Fuck, I forgot um hold on i'm making a big brain fart no, i forgot okay. everything okay. it happens dude. <laughs> i don't know what year were you born 19 um, 1998 so you left uh 2008 
Um, I guess so. Yeah, I think I made it here in two thousand eight. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, if I was born in nineteen ninety eight, I'm assuming I was here two thousand eight. Yeah. Because I I moved here when I was thirteen years old too. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, I was here in two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. Did you move straight to Calgary? Yeah. You didn't like uh, go to any other cities no. or anything. Um, you you've been here since two thousand eight. Oh shit, man! So you haven't seen like other aspects of Canada. Not really. I mean, like we've taken, I guess, trips. Oh yeah. Um, but not anywhere too far, like BC. Oh, so you haven't like gone to like Ontario or no, whatever, right? No. Dude, I used to live in Ottawa. Totally different. Yeah, kind of it's uh, a different vibe. Yeah, totally different, man. It's it's full of immigrants. Mm-hmm. That's I love that. Like it's full of Arabs, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, the media portrays them as very, kind of violent and very like aggressive and shit mm-hmm. with the, all the bombs and shit going on in I their guess country. So, in a way, <laughs> bro. Honestly, I have a lot of Arab friends from Ottawa. Mm-hmm. The nicest people you'll ever meet, man. I swear, like they're not all fanatics. Mm-hmm. They invite you over to their fucking house. They feed you. They let you stay. They're super nice people, man very yeah. fucking nice i used to have genuine friends man back in ottawa and everybody was like there wasn't like bullshit you know like like the thing that i was mentioning earlier mm-hmm. like there's no like hiding shit whatever you felt about some people you you told them mm-hmm. straight up to their face there's no like hiding shit thinking about it later and stuff mm-hmm. there's nothing like that calgary it's a different like more conservative vibe where people don't like go out and talk to others as much in ottawa you knew who your fucking neighbors were. Mm-hmm. Neighbors talked to each other every day, man. It was a normal thing, but I don't even know half my neighbors. I mean, I've like, never would you even say seen them. that's because of that's because of how it was there, or because of your age? You know what? I was thinking that too, but I don't know, man. Like, I feel it's it's because how it is back there because it's way more immigrants, mm-hmm. especially in the area that I first moved to. Mm-hmm. Every single person there is immigrant, man. Mm. Everyone. Like, especially from somewhere from uh, Saudi Arabia or Iran, Iraq, mm-hmm. fucking Persia, everywhere. I mean, Persia is Iran. What the fuck was <laughs> <laughs> Like, Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, everywhere. People from fucking Somalia, Bangladesh, India, <laughs> everywhere, man. And it was like, it was like a community of immigrants. So we were all, like, kind of united in that mm-hmm. sense. And the school that I went to there... I think maybe it's also because of the school and the teachers, the people that are way more open mm-hmm. compared to here. Man, the teachers that I had there, oh my God, man, some of the best teachers I have, I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why, man. Like, even in my country, okay, maybe I've, because I've been like a teacher's pet all my life. Mm-hmm. But in Ottawa, there's there were teachers, you know, I didn't speak English as well. Mm-hmm. There was teachers who always believed in me. Like, always saw something in me. Yeah. Like, I love those teachers, man. A teacher can literally change your life forever, man. Yeah. Like, a teacher that believes in you and, like, motivates you, talks to you and shit, fuck, man. It has the biggest difference, especially to me. Mm-hmm. Because especially I, from a young age, man, I was different and I knew that. I, I, I saw things nobody else saw. Like, I saw the system, mm-hmm. how it worked and shit. And nobody else saw that. No, Everybody was just like, you know playing and shit but i what i, I saw what was going, going on yeah they're but, just going with the flow yeah exactly but the fact that somebody saw that in me like somebody said like oh you're special mm-hmm. like shined a light on me i felt really like good you know what i mean yeah. loved mm-hmm. accepted 
I had a teacher in Ottawa. His name is Mr. Koch. Uh-huh. Oh man, best fucking teacher I think in my life <laughs> ever. He literally changed my life forever. Really? Yeah, wow. like he he um, we used to have this. Uh, have you heard of Khan Academy? Oh yeah. When it was first starting Khan Academy, there was like this. Uh, I think there still is like parks or whatever. Like if you watch a certain amount of videos, mm-hmm. your your teacher can like track it the next mm-hmm. day and shit. We used to do that shit like in Ottawa. Khan Academy. We didn't have a like a math curriculum. Mm-hmm. We just used to do Khan Academy. Oh, actually, yeah. He he was that kind of a teacher. Like he he genuinely wanted you to learn. Mm-hmm. He would take us outside sometimes and like play different games or whatever because he knew that learning is not just fucking sitting and mm-hmm. you know him teaching something over and over and over again, getting into your fucking head without any movement, any practical learning. Right? Mm-hmm. He knew that, so he taught us in a different way. He was just a totally different person enough of itself you know what i mean he was also a coach he was a soccer coach mm-hmm. funny because his name is mr coach <laughs> <laughs> and uh man i was like not an athletic person at all but uh-huh. you know how i got into physical activity how i got into running is because of him Damn. because he he was also a gym teacher mm-hmm. and man when i look back at my life sometimes i think that you know somebody was like fucking guiding me to certain things like certain people yeah because yeah. if i didn't have him in my life i would not be the same person i am right now he was like the turning point you know what i mean yeah. and he he was my gym teacher and then he had this one thing where he like told us to record if we run outside of class mm-hmm. he would give us like uh, an extra mark for like every i think it was 10 hours that you ran or whatever it's a lot of some, hours yeah <laughs> some, some, uh, something like that i don't huh. remember the exact amount yeah, you know? yeah. Something like that. So I started running because of that. Mm-hmm. And I got fucking addicted to it, man. Like, <laughs> I got I got the high yeah, yeah. of running. Slowly by slowly, I got, I got, like, so into it. And then I got into soccer. He was also the soccer coach, right? I got into soccer. I was trying to get into, like, tier one. So I was, like, mm-hmm. dedicating the hell out oh, of it, man. Damn. I used to wake up in the morning, go in the fucking fields, like, mm-hmm. shoot some free throws and shit. Not free throws. What am I saying? Free kicks. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> free kicks. Not free throws. That's basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got what you're saying. Like. Yeah, like that. And then I used to like, because everybody there mm-hmm. in Ottawa, they're from like uh, Middle East, right? Mm-hmm. Soccer is big in there. They're all soccer players. Mm-hmm. Literally, we all used to play soccer. Like we used to come back from school. I, I remember, man, we used to come back from school, put our backpacks down, eat something, go to the field, stay mm-hmm. there till 10 or 9, come back home, eat, and just repeat. Yeah, that's That's how life was back then. But I feel like that's, it's not that it's different there. It's just because like we were younger that's true in a sense because yeah. like because i grew up here and i used to do the same shit yeah um so i feel like okay. it's really um uh, age yeah. thing yeah um well like age and just like how society is yeah because maybe back in the day like teachers did care more um i'm not sure how it is now but like i wouldn't be surprised to find out that now teachers don't man now now that you mention it i actually see it like that whole move to high school mm-hmm. even when i moved to calgary you know i was i was a little depressed for a while because mm-hmm. you know i didn't have friends or whatever right but when i moved from junior high to high school the teachers were totally different yeah they're more like they just didn't give a fuck yeah they're like they almost seem I mean, like, like they're burned out do. yeah some of them do but some of them you can tell they they don't really give care a shit yeah they almost they're just there to get money and which is really shitty because that's not how it should be because like I feel like all teachers sh- should enjoy being there and they yeah. should enjoy teaching. Um, but that's kind of um, wishful thinking. 
exactly and you can't really get whatever you think whatever you want right in this mm-hmm. life but i'm thankful enough to have teachers like that in my life man i've had a couple he's just the best example that mm-hmm. i have of people of teachers seeing some some shit in me that nobody else saw and that motivate the hell out of me yeah. especially when someone sees something in me and jonathan was another person mm-hmm. those people those people that like you know f- make me feel accepted i love them man because mm-hmm. maybe i've had a weird childhood you know maybe maybe but uh i was gonna ask you this one question uh have you heard of like that whole theory uh about how apes were um experimenting with different food sources and they came across uh, psilocybin like the drug or a mushroom i think and then they became more uh advanced because of that really that's how us humans came to be no way i've never heard it's uh terence mckenna who says that Mm -hmm. he's like a ethnobotanist or whatever Mm -hmm. like he works with plants and he had this crazy like he you've heard of psychedelics right Mm -hmm. and he had this crazy idea of like how um apes were like trying different shit Mm -hmm. coming across different food sources and they started taking psilocybin and basically takes you to a different higher like different portal they say like a higher consciousness Mm -hmm. so it like kind of made the apes brain size grow a little bigger by bigger and they started doing more complex thinking Mm -hmm. more complex things that other apes weren't doing let's say it's a theory but it's Mm -hmm. a very fascinating theory to me but you you've heard of psychedelics right yeah have you done it some before um I've i mean if you want to talk about it i mean what i'll say uh, is um i just feel like from my experience is your it's almost like it's easier to make neural connections if that makes sense like your thoughts um i feel like on day-to-day life kind of is like your head is almost cloudy mm-hmm. if that makes sense and like you might not even realize it but with psychedelics i feel like connections just flow so easily and you can connect like one thing to another uh, and another. what kind of connections are we talking about like any kind of connection just like whatever you're thinking about um i feel like um th- there was one time i took it uh, and i feel like i could have the solution to any issue like any- which uh which psychedelic did you take if you don't mind me asking um by the way if any any of you like relatives or family members are gonna listen to it yeah you don't have to mention anything but I mean, uh, do they usually listen to podcasts um they don't i might just like not put them onto this one sure <laughs> <laughs> or like that's the thing i feel like it's knowledge i should or like it's it's interesting yeah um, that's exactly why i asked you because yeah. i know that you have maybe um, had some experience with it and it's like it's interesting to share your experience so i don't want to um, not because of like because of what yeah exactly um yeah go ahead no i've tried both psychedelic Um, and what or like both forms of psychedelics i guess is there two forms because there's like mushrooms and there's acid oh okay um wait isn't there like other things too there is yeah like dmt all that there's yeah there's many other things yeah there's a lot but there's Um, like two categories you're saying mushrooms and acid well, those are just the two, I guess, I've tried. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I haven't tried, like, DMT or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, my experience is limited because I've only done it so few Handful times. Handful of times? Like, very... Few times. Yeah, like, once or twice. But um, did you take mushrooms or something else? Yeah. Mushrooms? 
Okay. Um, and like, what happened? Tell me, because I'm so fascinated by this shit, man. The thing is, is yeah, this was the first time I took it, and uh-huh. like, um, it was a very low amount. Okay. So it wasn't actually like I was like tripping out or anything. Literally, the only thing I felt is I could make neural connections easier, mm-hmm. so I could like think of like, oh, like why has this been bothering me? And then I would instantly have the answer. If that oh, makes shit. sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I could actually see as to why i and i felt like i could solve any issue like in my head so like almost as if you were looking at life from an objective lens yeah yeah it was almost like it was a different perspective and i could kind of almost map zo- things together out. yeah and kind of see things from the outside things yeah man that makes to- so much sense mm-hmm. and uh many people who take psychedelics a lot in low doses talk about that mm-hmm. how they can solve problems very easily mm-hmm. in that state why do you think that is? I mean, I've I've heard that that it's easier to make connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's easier to differentiate between um, what matters and what doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. You know, there's even like um, talks or speculations about like the history of psychedelics. Apparently, mm-hmm. human beings evolved with psychedelics. Like. It was in ancient cultures as well. Like, for example, um, have you heard of ergot? It's a, it's like this little fungi that grows oh, on I think wheat, I, I think. Or might have heard about it. Some, uh, wheat or corn, I mm-hmm. think. Something like that. And then it's a, it's a psychedelic agent. What are the things called that causes um, hallucinations? Psychedelic agent or no? I have no clue. Um, like uh, it has a oh um, psychoactive 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 properties. Sci- yeah, yeah, psychoactive Something properties. Like That's that. exactly what I'm lo- <laughs> I was looking for. So yeah, apparently our god has psychoactive properties. Mm-hmm. And when the ancients used to like eat wheat, mm-hmm. sometimes there was ergot in it. And when they used to take that, they used to have like psychedelic experiences. Mm. And that's how we evolved with it. And there was also mm. like many many other examples there's this podcast with joe rogan and yeah, Brian yeah i was gonna say wasn't there a thing where he went to like peru or something and he did um ayahuasca was it yeah i think it was ayahuasca maybe i, I don't know about that but there's this recent podcast with him and brian murarescu mm-hmm. and graham hancock do you know what graham hancock is no man you should listen to that podcast it yeah. blew my mind are you like are you interested in psychedelics i mean i guess so to a degree yeah like as in i know about them um and it's uh, it's interesting now because they're evolving i guess um to where it's helping us mm-hmm. people are actually acknowledging that yeah, it's a yeah, helpful th- agent they're starting to use it as um as actual medicine um as opposed to just being a drug yeah like say. rejecting it fully because we're afraid of it so yeah, I was going to say in that um, podcast mm-hmm. with Brian Murarescu, he's like a scholar. Mm-hmm. He he wrote a book about how psychedelic, about our psychedelic past. He, fuck man. Okay, I, I can't think of that one example I was going to tell you, but I, I'll, I'll tell you this one very interesting example. Okay. Are you Christian, by the way? No. You're not? What are you? Um, I don't really have a religion. You don't have a religion? Yeah. You're an atheist? Well, like, what about your family? They don't. They're not really religious either. Oh, really? Um, I feel like, like atheist. Um, and like I've thought about this in the past. Um, 
I feel like atheist you your religion quote unquote is um that there is no god and like that's your belief but do you believe in something that's the thing not necessarily god but i don't really care um yeah and there's a name for it um uh it's like apathetic like like atheism apathetic Uh uh-huh um where like i did i don't really care yeah there there could be a god there could not be a god you know my you know what my point of view is I've had that phase in my life where mm-hmm. I was questioning this shit. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I've been through that phase where I was like, bro, I don't even give a shit if mm-hmm. there's a God. Because if there's a God, why the fuck would he make us go through some bad shit? Mm-hmm. Why is why is like majority of the people in the world suffering if there is a God, right? Mm-hmm. But then a few uh, months ago, I came across this guy named Paul Cech. Mm-hmm. He like changed my idea of God forever, man. Damn. He says, God is not a being mm-hmm. it's a it's a feeling mm-hmm. it's everywhere everything is god yeah i've heard that too where it's a it, it is more of a feeling and all the books all the religious books that are written on god mm-hmm. is just like poetry it's not to be taken literally mm-hmm. it's to be it's to be meditated on because god is not to be understood god is just to be felt he says and he says that you know, everything is God, as in like, since God has all the experiences, I mean, since God has all the knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily have all the experiences. He's experiencing, yeah, he's experiencing himself through us. Yeah. So like, you're God, I am God, I'm talking to God right now. Mm-hmm. God is talking to God, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's experiencing himself. It's like a very deep kind of idea. You kind mm-hmm. of have to meditate on it to understand what he's really trying to say. He's saying that, like literally everything in this universe is God. And we're mm-hmm. just experiencing ourselves over and over again. Like the whole idea of reincarnation makes sense if you think about it that way. I guess so. It's yeah. God dying and then God rebirth. That if you think about it that way, death doesn't really become an end. It becomes a new beginning. Everybody's afraid of death. I'm not really afraid mm-hmm. of death anymore, man. I look at it as a new as a portal to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's very fascinating, man. I've always been interested in, like, the whole idea of, like, our history, mm-hmm. God and everything, right? And his idea, like, Paul Cech's idea makes the most sense to me because it's not, like, it doesn't, like, t- he doesn't, like, tell you to, like, or you know how in, like, Christianity, there's, like, this phrase, oh, he's always watching over you mm-hmm. and, like, whatever bad things you do. Yeah. You're going to go to hell if you do this or whatever. There's nothing like that, like... God loves the good as much as he loves the bad, he mm-hmm. says. You know, God is evil. Like, evil is God, mm-hmm. kind of. That's his idea. Like, there's two sides to God. And God loves all sides. There's no negative sides. Mm-hmm. Like, in nature, there's no wrong or right. There's just yeah. nature. There's just a natural thing. What does tiger do? Tiger kills deer, eats it. Mm-hmm. For us, it'd be a negative thing because somebody's dying. Right, but that's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just a natural way of things. Yeah, we just for the tiger he's eating. It's positive. Exactly, we're just we just like to label things as negative or positive, mm-hmm. and once that label gets into our head, it causes a lot of problems. But in reality, there is no negative or positive. We just think that way. Yeah, it's just a figment of our imagination, honestly. Well, yeah, and it's all about like how we perceive things, I guess. Yeah. Um. On one thing, I did want to ask though: Do they have bathroom breaks on the show? Yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. Can you go to the bathroom?
Okay, we're back from the washroom break, guys. Let's get it. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about, though. Uh, um, God, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, like, your whole family doesn't believe in uh, any religion or whatever either? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was just never, I guess, a subject. Um, mm. uh, and I think my mom has commented on it um, to the likes of where she wanted me to kind of choose for myself. Mm um she didn't want like to i guess like subject me to a certain religion to where i would grow up with it and then um, i would follow it um so it kind of like ended up being that we never like actually followed anything man i think in a sense your family is way more mature than 99 percent of the families out there i mean in a way um because but. the whole idea of religion really fucks shit up, man, from childhood. Mm-hmm. Religion tells you to do this. Religion tells you to do that. And it really fucks up a child if you le- if the parents doesn't put, like, a boundary on it. Mm-hmm. Especially with, like, a lot of Mormon people, a lot of, like, Christian people, really r- religious Christian people that I've seen, they're not allowed to have, like, let's say, sex until marriage. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, they're not allowed to have drinks like beer or whatever mm-hmm. or any alcohol before i don't know ever i think or like uh you know psychedelics drugs or mm-hmm. anything like that right because it's forbidden who knows if jesus fucking took it you know <laughs> but my point is you know those kind of things fuck with your brain and what i've seen with those children mm-hmm. they grow up and they have that void that's mm-hmm. been that's been unfulfilled like that's because only because someone says don't do it because when mm-hmm. someone tells somebody or tells us not to do something, we want to do it even more yeah. because we're curious about it. Right? It's it's our nature basically. Mm-hmm. So it, when our, when our parents tell us, "Oh, don't have sex," you mm-hmm. want to have sex even more because you want to figure out, "Oh, what the fuck it is that we're not allowed to ha- like? Why isn't it that mm-hmm. we're not allowed to have sex?" Right? Yeah. So, and I've seen this with many like extremist Christian people that they grow up and they start having sex like crazy. They get addicted to sex. Oh, really? Yeah, they become like one of those hoes. Down. <laughs> like really i've seen so many examples of this uh-huh. man they're like good until a certain age and then like they break it one time and then they mm-hmm. get fucking addicted to it they just do it like they get yeah they do it like every fucking week uh, and, and shit that's and they like alcoholics and stuff yeah too. with a lot of things of where if you restrict something it's actually shown to um to be harmful rather than yeah like it comes back in the person's life um and he might have already learned this um in nutrition are you mm. taking that course i'm taking it right now two three yeah seven. um the one thing i remembered from it um is they did a study of where they watched uh kids and the kids that they restricted like candy and stuff on and junk food later on in their life they had like a binge phase of where they would just um binge on candy yeah of, like say they started living by themselves um or like they reached like teenhood or something where they had the option to actually um, choose yeah to choose for themselves they binged on candy or they binged on junk food just because they were restricted so much in their Um, childhood yeah uh, and um, i feel like that applies to anything in your childhood if you're restricted something very heavily um the child will lash out and like do the opposite I've seen this in my childhood too, man. Like mm-hmm. when my parents tell me not to do something, I mm-hmm. start doing it even more. Yeah. Like it's it's like a rebellious kind of mindset yeah, in every yeah, yeah. single child. Yeah. 
and that's also it also goes back to that like initiation idea like separation from the uh from the mother into the world of the father they say mm-hmm. like if the apple doesn't fall from the tree evolution basically stops right mm. apple is us the tree is our parents mm. if the apple doesn't not necessarily separate but if it doesn't mm. have a different idea different yeah. ideas let's say from it's from the tree it doesn't really evolve evolution basically I stops so, yeah, yeah. so in a sense it's built into all of us but some are some people are just better at ignoring it than mm. others it's like, like ignoring what ignoring our instincts basically mm. because it's it's generally in us like that's why i think we like to do the things we're told not to do mm-hmm. by our parents it's that basic urge to separate the yeah. basic urge to individuate mm-hmm. like create an ego for ourselves that's basically the point of li- living i think mm-hmm. that's basically the point of this body to individuate because if you don't really know who you are or who i am mm-hmm. how am i supposed to experience life in my own unique way right how am yeah. i supposed to put my own unique fingerprint in this planet because that's what it basically is honestly or else they say even some people when they take psychedelics they die right mm-hmm. or oh yeah and and they've some people have come back from that near-death experience mm-hmm. and they died and then come back wait do you mean die actually like they, yeah like die actually oh damn and like like clinically die and then come back really not even with psychedelics i think there's been cases with like just normal human beings like <laughs> suffering from a disease or whatever because i've heard there's like ego death uh, ego have you heard death. about that no what's that um it's it's like hard to put into words but it's like your entire you yourself identity. yeah your identity dies and you become almost a new person oh shit it's de- it's weird to describe um but like you should look it up when you have time um, ego death yeah it almost sounds like a meditative thing, like where people meditate and then lose the ego. Yeah, it's like, I guess, what makes you, you, like... You kind of shed it. Yeah. I kind of get the idea. Does it happen usually during, like, meditative or after meditative experience or a bunch of them? I'm not sure. Um, I remember I did a lot of research on it just because I was, like, interested. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember now. It was a while ago. But I think it's a dissociation from like your identity basically yeah like yeah exactly because that's what basically the ego is Mm -hmm. your personality your Mm -hmm. identity yeah what makes you you Mm -hmm. what makes you arson what makes me sue me right yeah and then you kind of dissociate from that and you can i guess have a third perspective from that Mm -hmm. um and like a lot of people talk about uh, experiencing that on psychedelics and like that Mm. changing their life okay now now i know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. Because I just haven't heard it uh, said in ego death. Like mm-hmm. I, I've never heard anybody mention ego death before. Uh, That's why. Uh, like I've heard, it. I've heard that people, uh, like lose their old self. Like their let's say all mm-hmm. the shit that they used to do or mm-hmm. they used to think about or whatever that goes away out the mm-hmm. door. Oh, the same thing happens with the near death experience. I was gonna mm-hmm. get into. They go to an, like the afterworld or whatever mm-hmm. there is, right? Who the fuck knows where, whatever there is. But what they experience is actually profound. They say it's an it's an actual. They get into another dimension. They say where mm-hmm. they see start seeing geometric figures. The exact same thing they see after when you take psychedelics. Um, it's crazy because so they say they get into that dimension. They start seeing like geometric figures and everything, and they mm-hmm. say that feeling. Mm-hmm. 
is the best feeling that they've ever had in their entire life. So they come back when they when they come back to life, mm-hmm. they have a totally different outlook on life. They start they like literally stop worrying about bullshit mm-hmm. and just start living life in the moment every single day. Mm-hmm. There's been so many cases of that apparently. Really. And this got me into thinking what if psychedelics get us gets us into that dimension or whatever we get go into after death because you know some people hallucinate mm-hmm. on psychedelics and start seeing figures mm-hmm. especially with ayahuasca they start seeing like entities and stuff yeah what if that's like the place we go to after death it's not really like a heaven or anything yeah but... i mean um that's what i've heard as well and i might not be fully correct about this mm-hmm. um but what i have heard uh is dmt the drug right dimethyltryptamine um, yeah um, <laughs> uh-huh. um you probably know a bit more about it than i do but i've heard that dmt is it's a pretty strong psychedelic right um it's the same thing that's released when you die yeah right yeah, yeah. that's exactly fucking true mm-hmm. i've heard that too dmt is naturally in our body yeah but we can't use it because of this enzyme called monoamine oxidase. Mm. Our, our liver releases that enzyme when it comes in contact with the DMT molecule, mm-hmm. and it doesn't uh, it doesn't activate it. Mm-hmm. It's basically a deactivator for the DMT molecule. Mm-hmm. But when you take a like, let's say DMT, how do you? What is DMT by the way? Is it like a like a liquid thingy or like in a plant or what? I have no clue. No, because some people take DMT, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently, when you take psychedelics or some psychoactive stuff like DMT. Yeah it blocks that enzyme so the dmt gets expressed or it gets mm, activated it gets into the activated form mm-hmm. and then you start seeing shit mm-hmm. maybe the body does that there's been theories that the body does uh body deactivates the dmt mm-hmm. so that we don't uh experience the dimension that we go to after death or whatever maybe or like we don't experience something that that will make us question life the the this physical material life i guess so because the dimension of the world that you go into when you take dmt mm-hmm. or like psychedelics is a totally different world where you don't really have things that you can touch mm-hmm. but you have things that you can feel you can see yeah. it really has a profound impact on you it's like a totally different world mm-hmm. and dmt is also released when we sleep oh actually it might also be the reason we why we dream. Yeah, yeah. Right? Cause, yeah, that would explain it. Because dreams are almost like psychedelic experiences mm. in a sense. Because yeah. you can literally go into crazy mm-hmm. shit in your dreams. Like last night, I had a crazy dream. Damn. Dude, what I happened? don't know why the fuck I had this dream. I was like sleeping. I woke up in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. And I, I was dreaming about like I was running for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. I was running up a hill. And then I saw a big ass elk. Uh-huh on this one hill uh there's this fence and then on the other side of the fence there's this big ass elk mm-hmm. and i screamed for some reason mm-hmm. and then there's like bunch of animals like bunch of like big ass bisons yeah, tigers yeah. lions running at me Damn. like huge ones uh-huh. and then i woke up and i'm like holy shit what the fuck yeah. i thought i was gonna die like in in that dream maybe it's like a representation of something you're you're feeling or you're thinking you know uh probably because the night before like mm-hmm. last night before i went to sleep I, I looked at some like cave paintings mm. and this cave paintings had like all those animals maybe. that i was seeing man yeah. it makes total sense yeah and they 
maybe it's something like they were running at you and those are your like responsibilities or something <laughs> Could um, be, man. running at you but dreams are bizarre man yeah, yeah. like have you ever yeah, had there's like no real structure to them mm-hmm. for the most part honestly like do you have bizarre dreams or just normal um, meh kind of dreams I've, i have had bizarre dreams um yeah do you remember any not particularly <laughs> no because most people don't i feel like yeah nowadays i don't remember too much of my dreams i feel like before i used to dream a lot now not so much um i'm sure the dreams still happen i might just not remember them yeah you just don't pay too much attention to them or whatever i mean um i've heard that as like uh, i would say i'm not dreaming mm-hmm. but apparently you are dreaming you're always dreaming you just don't remember it yeah it's weird because it's only the only dreams i remember are the dreams i wake up to Mm. like if i have a nightmare like Mm. something like last night it was a nightmare but Mm. it was like something scary right yeah if i wake up then then i remember that dream Mm. but if i but if i like let's say in in the dream of course i'm not i know what's happening Mm -hmm. the morning i wake up i don't i don't remember anything that went on like within seconds it's gone yeah you try to think back. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't like, remember. What happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's like a totally different mm-hmm. world almost. It fascinates the shit out of me, man. Mm-hmm. Dreams. Dreams, psychedelics, all the shit yeah. that I don't understand fascinates the shit out of me. Uh, have you looked into like lucid dreaming? Oh, yeah. Uh, remind me the definition of that. What is the definition of that again? Uh, it's like having the control inside your dream. Of your dreams, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't like looked too much into it, mm-hmm. but I've heard like some of my one of my friends have that experience. Oh, really? One of my friend has a lot of fucked up experiences, man. I want to share that with you. Uh-huh. Like, uh, have you heard of what is that thing called when you like when you're uh, sleep paralysis? Oh, bro, that seems scary. That's never happened to me. Scary as shit, scary. man. When he told me that story, I was upstairs. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. Is, this was summertime, late at night. Uh-huh. I think it was like twelve or whatever, uh-huh. and everybody in my house was sleeping. And like it was, a, it was like a kind of tense time, yeah, you know, like yeah. the midnight uh-huh. time. And then he was like, "Yo, he went into an uh, sleep paralysis one time, mm-hmm. where he woke up and he saw a demon head in the side of his room, yeah. literally staring at him." Bro, that's what people always describe. It's like and he couldn't move, like he yeah, couldn't fucking yeah. move. Like, bro, it's, like imagine that. Mm-hmm. That's scary as shit. Yeah, that seems really scary. Because like, I've heard the exact same thing. Is like, oh really? Yeah, people are like in sleep paralysis and they're awake, but they can't move. And then they see some some some, shit. some form of demon either eat in their room or like entering their room. Oh fuck! And um, oh, I'm just glad man. that's never happened to me. Oh man, glad I'm glad that's never happened to me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like those kind of people have some form of like uh, maybe chemical disorder in their brain. Maybe um, where there's also apparently things that induce it more than others. Mm. So I'm sure if you really wanted to, you could induce a. I'm, I'm sure it's like uh, I'm sure it's like a, a thing that your brain mm-hmm. can uh, concoct up, like mm-hmm. makes it up. Of course, mm-hmm. it's not real. Yeah, but it's like a manifestation of something going on inside of your brain, mm-hmm. like bringing it out to like like the same thing with dreams, as you said, right? It's a it's a kind of like a signifier of something important in your life, mm-hmm. and it's trying to maybe get rid of it, make you face it. I mean, like not even. Know get rid of it or face it um i feel like some dreams aren't super important yeah at all they're just thoughts you may have and the dream is just like an expression of that yeah and another crazy shit this motherfucker had i don't know what Mm. the fuck is wrong with this guy bro (laughs) he had another kind of uh 
not sleep paralysis. He had like mm-hmm. this hallucina- hallucina- hallucination. One time he was like sleeping, mm-hmm. deep sleep, I think. And then he woke up. He saw uh, in the wall, there was some like Mayan painting and shit. Damn. Like some uh, hieroglyphs and stuff in uh-huh. front of him. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Like it's some crazy shit, you know? Uh-huh. I always like these like paranormal, paranormal kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I, I love it, man. Because when we were kids, uh, me and my cousins... We mm-hmm. used to meet up like every every year because of our like uh, religious festivals and shit, mm-hmm. and we used to stay up all fucking night telling each other the ghost stories and shit. Mm-hmm. It was insane, man. That's why I'm so interested in, in shit yeah. like this. I mean, it, like it is kind of interesting and like that scare factor about it because we don't understand it and mm-hmm. shit. And I feel like nowadays you don't get scared as much. As much, yeah. Um, just because of the way life is, so it's nice to kind of have that feeling. Yeah. Bro, like, not not for me though, because I've I've uh, I actually get scared of shit sometimes. Like really? when he told me that uh, story, I couldn't fucking sleep that night. I'm mm. like, oh my fucking god, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna open my eyes tonight. <laughs> and I just went into deep sleep without opening my fucking eyes. Yeah, man. the sleep paralysis one. Yeah, like because mm. I, I never want to experience that in my life. That's the thing is, th- there are ways y- you could practice to where y- you would make yourself experience it. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not sure why anyone would. <laughs> yeah, would I don't know why either, man. Um, but there are ways like to induce it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like same with like lucid dreaming mm-hmm. is like, um, I've looked into it a good. Lucid bit, dreaming a while is very ago. interesting. It's not like some scary shit. It's no. like very cool. Yeah, it's like you're dreaming, but you realize you're in a dream. So at that at that point, you have like full control over it, your dreams. Yeah, is is because you realized you're in a dream and nothing is real so you have full control um and i've looked into it a while ago and the way to achieve it is there's pretty much i like some some people can do it easier than others but there's like certain um triggers that make you realize you're in a dream and um you have to start doing them in your day-to-day life okay that way when you're dreaming uh-huh. you subconsciously do those triggers so say for example in your day-to-day life you switch the um, light switch yeah and then you see the lights come on in a dream you never do that yeah but like say you subconsciously train yourself to oh you know check the lights you're dreaming you check the lights the lights don't come on and then you realize it's a dream you know or like the simple thing of you pinch yourself Mm -hmm. um and like say like every hour or so you pinch yourself Mm -hmm. and you feel the pain and then you train your mind to subconsciously pinch yourself so much yeah that when you're in your dream you pinch yourself you mean like unconsciously you yeah yeah exactly you like unconsciously i guess say every hour you pinch yourself Uh just because it's a routine yeah that way when you're in your uh, sleep yeah use um that same tactic yeah the same tactic you subconsciously pinch yourself you mm-hmm. realize that there's no pain you don't feel anything and then that's the trigger you realize you're in a dream and then you, you... i've also heard that in a dream there's no clock there's yeah, no like i mean watch or that, time that would make sense <laughs> i think i watched that in uh inception the movie oh yeah <laughs> that, that was so fucking crazy that was that a while movie. ago it, it fucked with my brain so mm-hmm. hard, man. I was like, what the fuck is life? That was a really good movie. Yeah, like, it made me time. question everything, honestly. Yeah. It was another really good movie. After watching it, I was like, what the fuck am I doing in this planet? Uh, I think it was Lucy. No, maybe not Lucy. Bro, I heard Lucy was bad. It was bad? Mm-hmm. You heard? 
Oh, it was like banned? Bad. That's what I've heard. Lucy is not like it's interesting. It's very fucking uh-huh. interesting, but it's not it doesn't give you like that it doesn't have that paranormal factor yeah. to it. Bro, you should watch Fight Club. I've watched Fight Club. Really? That one's a fucked up movie bro, that's too. That's my bro. favorite movie all time. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Because of uh Brad Pitt or what? Just because of the points he makes and like the realization that like all material things are they're 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 holding you in a way and it's i I still to this day don't understand that movie bro you should watch it again rewatch it i watched it once and then like immediately watched it a second time um what is your take on it like what is the movie's like message the moral the movie's message um and there was a specific line he says um was it ed norton there was um, Ed Norton and Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Uh, there was a specific line he says, which kind of, I guess, summarizes it. And I don't remember the line exactly. So this might be uh, um, like a paraphrase, but it's like over your lifetime, you own all these things. But in the end, th- those things own you. Oh, I, re- I remember that line. Yeah they end up owning you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So like say you know you want to get this nice apartment and all of this furniture and like all these all these clothing material um, shit. Yeah, exactly, but in a way now you've gotten those things you're kind of I guess worried about them and you've spent, detached from what reality yeah, is. Yeah, you've spent so much effort trying to get all these things that you're so focused on that you're not focused on the right thing. Does that make sense? I know exactly what you mean. Um, and just, yeah, it was a really good movie, I feel like, with a strong message. Man, when I started watching it at first, it didn't make sense. But then at the mm-hmm. end, it, it makes... Yeah, yeah, like it, it all like, clicks in. totally makes sense. Because what I took from it was that Ed Norton, the guy, what's his name again in the movie? The character's name? Um, Do you remember? I don't remember. No? It was something very um, easy to remember. Yeah, it was a common name. <laughs> yeah. Um whatever it is like tyler or something oh tyler durden was brad pitt's name yeah yeah and then i don't remember the other dudes i don't remember weren't they the same dude technically yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i got from it i thought he was like mentally ill or whatever Mm -hmm. i thought he was like what is it no what is the uh condition where you like start seeing shit like hallucinations is it dyslexic no schizophrenia schizophrenia yeah i thought he was like suffering through schizophrenia or something Mm. We just saw Brad Pitt yeah. and he st- started making up like different fucking people yeah. and shit. I mean, in a way, I think, I guess he did. I'd have to watch the movie again because it's been so long. Because, um, I mean, he was going through a tough fucking time after like yeah. his uh, job fired him or whatever. Was mm-hmm. it that his job fired him? No, or I think was so. it? I'm not exactly, to be honest with you, I don't remember it as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah i think like he just something happened i remember something happened that uh, triggered him to do do some different shit he saw this vision of like a person doing all the things he wanted to oh okay like brad pitt was his vision of Mm. the person he wanted to be Mm -hmm. um and then he just uh started like kind of following him around and shit right yeah but like as in not to spoil the movie should we spoil it? I'm not sure. Why not? 
It's an old movie. Yeah, I guess. If you haven't watched yeah, it, go I, fucking watch it. <laughs> you should Spoiler watch it, yeah. alert. Go ahead. Um, is yeah, like at the end you realize that Brad Pitt isn't real and the entire time it was him actually doing all these things. Yeah. Um, but he he envisioned, I guess, someone somebody else, else doing, doing it. Them. Yeah, you can take so many different perspectives mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah. And you can paint it with a different fucking mm-hmm. paintbrush. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, it is, man. I watched like a very fucking good movie just a couple of days ago. I forgot that name, man. Mm. It made me question life too. There's oh, there like certain movies like that that yeah, just yeah. fucks yeah, your bro, brain. I like up. those movies. I love think. it, man. Yeah. Fight Club, not as much because I I think it just I just didn't understand it as much. Maybe. Inception fucked the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like scrambled my brain. <laughs> and then one more movie, man. The fucking name's gone from my head fuck whatever it might come to me later mm. but are you interested in like uh history like uh let's say egypt ancient egypt and all that shit how they built the pyramids and everything like that i wouldn't really say so no i mean i'll be honest i don't really care too much yeah just because it's already happened um i feel like it's important knowing it um just because you want to know kind of how things came to be yeah um but other than that you don't really care yeah i don't know what about you i'm I'm like to a degree i'm very fascinated with it i don't mm. know why like okay i've had this like fascination with space mm-hmm. and like history since when i was a child like mm-hmm. I w- i've always been gravitated towards okay. it like I, when i was a little kid i wanted to become an astronomer oh really i used to just look at the fucking sky and yeah, be so yeah, yeah. fascinated stars and everything it's pretty cool it is man and then uh i got into like ancient egypt and all this shit and mm-hmm. how they created the pyramids and nobody fucking knows it's a mystery yeah, still now yeah, yeah. that's why it fascinated the shit out of me because nobody really knows mm-hmm. they have speculation of how another there was a prehistoric civilization mm-hmm. more, uh, like a advanced civilization mm-hmm. that got destroyed through something could be like a uh asteroid or whatever hit the planet or it could have been that they destroyed themselves mm-hmm. and some survivors from that ancient prehistoric a modern civilization i mean prehistoric advanced civilization passed their knowledge onto the later civilizations like egypt mm. india china and all those places and that's why you see like very big like megalithic structures in like almost practically everywhere on this planet mm-hmm is there something in Russia? Like any big historic shit? Yeah. Um definitely. Like what? The uh, I mean like the churches, you know, like those those like churches with like the onion on yeah, top, yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. What are they yeah. like were they like Christian churches or no? I believe so. It's like um it's not like the same Christianity as it is here though. Uh it's like Orthodox. Oh, okay. So it's a bit different. It's a different, like, deviation of yeah, from Christianity. Yeah, it's a different, like, a swing of, of Christianity. Yeah. Apparently, there's, like, 3,000 or however many, 3,000 or something like that. Yeah. I divisions w- of Christianity. I would not be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> man, like, it makes no sense. Jesus must be crying in heaven, man. Well, well that's the thing, uh, and that's what kind of makes me question religion, is I feel like some people like to... Um, put it in a box you know and say like oh religion is this 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 um me being non-religious i'm 
I am fine with religion, but I feel like people should approach it more with an open mind. Yeah, with of. an open mind to the sense as like religion should be what you what you make, make it, out it to, to be, be. Um, and what and use it in a way that helps you. Um, because I'm w- one thing I don't agree on, and I guess we're back on the topic of religion, but um, one thing I don't agree is when people do good things just for God, you know. They're like, oh, you know, I shouldn't steal because, because I'm, of God. Yeah, because I'm going to go to hell, not because I want to be a good person. Um, so I feel like those things aren't right of where you should be a good person just to be a good person, not because you're afraid of the consequences. I've I've heard it said in a very beautiful way before where mm-hmm. uh, this person said, I think it was Paul Czech, he said, religion actually gets you away from God. Oh, actually. Getting away from religion gets you closer to God. Mm. The whole point of religion is to the same thing with the apple falling from the tree. Mm-hmm. If religion is the parent, your function as the devotee of that religion is mm-hmm. to move away from that religion, is to understand the deeper principles of that religion. Religion is like, it gives you the foundations, but it is not everything. Mm-hmm. You take that foundations and you and you apply it to cer- apply it to your life, yeah. or you or you apply it to certain things outside of life. Like you you once you move away away from religion, mm-hmm. then you start experiencing God. Mm-hmm. Those people who are truly very religious are not actually experiencing God at all, but really? it's just a figment of their imagination. It's they're just experiencing what they make out to be God. Mm-hmm. But God is actually way way deeper than that. I think. Mm-hmm. It can't just be one man in the fucking sky controlling everything, man. I don't well, believe that. Well, that's the thing. I feel like God is what you make it out to be, you know, and like whatever it means to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, like I don't specifically believe in any of that, uh, but I feel like if I were to, that's what I would believe is like. Um, whatever you make it to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no way someone. You know, there's thousands of religion and this one specific He's one right, has yeah. to be correct. Yeah, it's not right at all, man. Like, definitely. It it, it can't be because mm-hmm. there's millions of religions. out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Fuck my phone. Anyways, my point is that if there's millions of religions out there, man, then mm-hmm. there must be millions of gods out there. Yeah. Well, like theoretically. Yeah, theoretically. <laughs> and that means that there's not one true God mm-hmm. and that God has to be everything. Mm hmm. At least that's what I get away from it. And I like his, Paul Czech's idea of it. Hold on, my phone's ringing. Oh, good. It's my grandma from my country. She oh. calls me every night, man. Bro, that's pretty important. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But I'll I'll, I'll call her back. Don't okay. worry. We, we talk every day anyways. Oh, that's <laughs> she good. She knows what's going on. Oh, that's good. Yeah, man. Like, when I was leaving my country, she was, like, super sad. Because she's mm. technically there alone. Oh, actually? Yeah. Well, because... Uh, I told you right. I had an uncle, but he mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was in Russia for a while. I told you. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in Moscow too, mm-hmm. and then he uh, he had jaundice. Mm-hmm. He was coming back and he died, like my in my country. But when he landed, the day of, I think. Yeah. So okay. I've uh, my well, at least my uh, dad's side of the family has had some traumatic experiences of mm-hmm. their own. My mom's side too, but I don't really try to. I don't really pay attention to those shit any, anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean. It is what it is. I guess Shit so, happens yeah. in yeah. life, right? Life goes. I on. mean, there's people who never saw their moms, man. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a friend who never, never seen seen his mom before. Really? Like he, he when he was born, his mom, oh, his mom died like very when he was very young. Mm. Th- that must have been t- tough, man. Because yeah, a mother is like everything. Yeah, like one of the most 
important the most things important people to raise yeah, you in your life man mm-hmm. and losing that at a very young age the amount of like mental trauma mm-hmm. or th- the amount of different what am i trying to say like you grow up in a very different way mm-hmm. versus if you had a mom mm-hmm. whose love is like the love of nobody else you know what i mean well yeah cuz you can love a chick you can love a girl mm-hmm. a female opposite gender but it's nothing like a mom's yeah. love well yeah it's a different it's totally fucking different man cuz you're you're related to her like yeah. it's like your blood you are <laughs> from her basically but yo, I was gonna also ask you about like relationships and shit. Mm. I I don't I don't like see you talking too much about chicks or anything. Like, are you like uh, you don't, you don't really give a shit too much about chicks, do you? Um, like, what's your take on like modern relationships? Because I don't really you know mm-hmm. go after chicks anymore either, man. I mean, having been in some relationships, I feel like after each one ends, I realize. Um, um it's important to focus on yourself um i feel like the or like for me at least it's been the reason i want to get into a relationship is because it's nice to have someone there for you and like to care about you and like to um, speak to every day Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day it's it's kind of another distraction in a sense that like that's not what i should be looking for right now it should be bettering myself as a person and Especially at this age, I think. Yeah, exactly. And improving my own skills uh, and improving myself as a person mm-hmm. um, and like personal qualities and stuff like that as opposed to actually trying to find a... A perfect chick or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, because... Yeah, because like that's secondary in a way. Like you should put yourself first. Right. Have you dated before though? Yeah. You have? Like, when you were younger or, like, recently? Like, recently. Oh, yeah? And you just broke up and shit? Yeah, yeah relationships are weird, man. They're mm-hmm. very fucking weird to me, too. Like, I, I have dated before, too. And I was, like, one of those guys who were always after chicks and shit. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Like, I've had a couple of chicks run after me, too. But mm-hmm. I never I really, like, it. understood <laughs> the fucking, like, point of it. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's, it goes way deeper than just lust yeah the i mean thing that modern society thinks is the most important you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's the only reason i moved away from it because i wanted to figure out what love truly is by mm-hmm. by kind of moving myself or diminish or diminishing not diminishing what am i trying to say um by trying to not get love mm-hmm. i was trying to like figure out what love truly is you know what i mean like right now i'm going through that phase where i'm just like figuring out what true love really is mm. i don't want to like i don't want to just fucking have sex man like all my life you know mm. it's meaningless well yeah right it ends in fucking 20 mm. minutes 30 minutes and then it's done <laughs> and then what yeah i feel like that's kind of the basis of it yeah um uh, but in a way like at the age we're at me personally i don't think that's something we should be looking into um just because um of like some people um they they chase that so much and they're like oh you know i really want to be in a relationship Uh, and i guess for your first relationship it is important kind of yeah yeah it is something you should look forward to 
But there it's are some, a beautiful experience, mm-hmm, man. Definitely. Um, but there are some people that I guess focus too much on it. Uh, and they put too much emphasis on that. I was one of those persons before. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. Um, uh, and I would say like I was too like before the first relationship. Yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like after a certain point, you got to realize. Um, There's deeper, bigger things in life. Yeah, exactly. There's bigger things in life and you've got to focus on yourself. Uh, because the relationships will come, you know. Some guys are so focused on like, oh, you know, I gotta get this chick, I gotta get this chick. Um, whereas like getting chicks is fairly easy if if you're if you're succeeding. A real man. Yeah, if you've got things going for you, you know, why wouldn't someone want to be with you? Um, That's what I fucking admire about you, bro. Because you don't you don't just like you know talk about artificial bullshit like mm. chicks or whatever like <laughs> other guys do i, I can so. tell a real guy apart when they start talking about chicks really oh man that chick is so fucking hot oh yeah. man i would love to be with her <laughs> yes you can be with her just just yeah. relax and start f- focusing on yourself mm. build yourself up like have you ever watched those like james bond movies i like to give I this example so. all the yeah, fucking yeah. time like look at him he doesn't give a shit about chicks yeah. chicks give a shit about well, him because and that's the thing is he knows he knows his value uh, and i feel like that's important is knowing your value as a person um and yeah like he's a very like high value man he knows mm -hmm. that because it's like at that point you're focusing on the chick herself it's not about like a mutual relationship yeah it's like what does she bring to my life you know like should i have her in my life like will she make it better or is is she just an anchor kind of yeah exactly um and i watched this one video that like really summarized it well mm-hmm. is like yeah like some guys are here like i'm trying to get chicks so bad but the state of their life is just like not what it should be you know they're they're not seeing the, the their goals correctly you know their priorities like one uh, and like not for every situation obviously but like one i think you should have a like a car you know so you can get um, locations easier let's say some pillars of a man's life exactly um you should have a house so you can live somewhere and like say at that point you have a house you have a car you have a job you can give uh, shelter to that chick exactly like you, you come up to a chick and you're like hey like maybe i could take you to a restaurant and then we can go a little back to my place like talk um why wouldn't she say no you know like she she knows you're successful like you have a car you have a job so obviously you're bringing something to her life um whereas like why would she choose you if you know you're still living with your parents you got to take a c train you know like um and it goes back to i guess survival of the fittest is like you you do want to choose um someone the fittest yeah exactly for yourself yeah and like nowadays you do it subconsciously but it is still there subconsciously like where someone will want to choose you because you're more i guess you've made it in life and that can only come if you focus on yourself well i think about it like this like i always take it back to like prehistory or like ancient times when we Mm -hmm. used to live 
if we weren't fit enough or like let's say if the chick you were, we were choosing or mm-hmm. if the guy that the chick was choosing wasn't fit enough mm-hmm. they just wouldn't survive yeah there'd be no kids that means there's no continuation of mm-hmm. that generation mm-hmm. or that or the human species right mm-hmm. it's built into us it's built into every single animal on this planet so i think to respect that as a great privilege mm-hmm. it's a great like uh thing to do honestly to like just be a person and respecting that fact that we gotta choose someone who is uh you know suitable for us and yeah. also i think a great a, a big issue right now is that most males don't even know their value man mm-hmm. they think you know the whole like modern feminism movement just pisses me the fuck off man like i understand <laughs> the how come I, I understand the origins of feminism mm-hmm. was equality because back in back in those days men were like let's say yeah kind of mistreating their women mm-hmm. not like not voting not letting them vote or whatever yeah, not yeah. letting them not get a bunch of shit yeah, yeah a bunch <laughs> of shit right you know what i mean like rape and shit like mm-hmm. that that i get like equality yes definitely because we're all, we're both equally important mm-hmm. men and women are both equal equally important but we're not equal mm-hmm. don't get that mixed up you know yeah, we're not fucking yeah, equal yeah. i i i hate when people mix that up mm-hmm. oh we're equal no we're not mm-hmm. i can fucking do shit that you can't do mm-hmm. i can deadlift way fucking more than you you know what yeah, that's a yeah, the yeah. redundant example you know what mm-hmm. i mean but I can I can do not even physical shit, some other shit that you can't do mm-hmm. because you're a female. And you can do some shit I can't do. Mm-hmm. You can create a fucking baby. Can I? No. Mm-hmm. Right? And I get very heated heated when I talk about this <laughs> shit because I'm very passionate about this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I and with modern feminism, it's like, oh, you know, chicks we're the shit. And what happens? The chick uh starts thinking she's the shit. So the humble humbleness factor gets goes away. Mm-hmm. There's no humbleness anymore. So she starts getting fat. Saying like, oh, <laughs> the, the guy should love me for who I am on the inside, not for the outside. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, if you're fucking fat, nobody's going to pick you. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to choose you. You know what I mean? I'm just being a little harsh, rude right now because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know how else to I mean, like, I see it. where they're coming from. And like, that that does make sense. Is like, you should love someone for their personality. But at the same time, I guess. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. You're saying fatness, like like how that can for be me, looked at yeah from a ahead. different perspective of like yeah if you look at someone and you see they're fat that kind of displays maybe something maybe they're not as diligent about their health mm-hmm. or about certain aspects of their life to, to the point of where they're at so it's not necessarily maybe the the fat um fatness factor yeah yeah, yeah it's not necessarily the fat i guess that you're against but it's why well the why my yeah exactly the why the my point of view is that the body is the mind Mm -hmm. so if your body is fucked up which means you're putting bad fuel into your car Mm -hmm. your car is not going to run that well Mm -hmm. which means your brain's not going to run that well which means your health is not going to probably run that well i don't want my kids to suffer through that shit man Mm -hmm. i'm a breeder at the end Mm -hmm. of the day i'm a fucking breeder i want my kids (laughs) to be like top of the line kids you know i want (laughs) to don't get me wrong like i have this like father-like feelings Uh coming on from the inside from now on like i'm very i'm a breeder type of guy you know like (laughs) i want i want the best for if i if i am ever to have any kids in the future you know you know i want the best of like everything i want them to be fit and everything Uh of course i'm not gonna force them to do anything but you know i want to i want to make sure that my my heritage my strong is strong like Mm -hmm. i want to make sure that my last name goes on yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, your lineage. Yeah, my lineage goes on. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just very fucking passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate when guys start telling themselves I have friends who who call themselves ugly. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? 
Yeah. Why would you? First of all, why would even if you're fucking ugly, why would you call yourself ugly? Yeah. That just that just brings your value down to here. Yeah, and I feel like you yourself kind of De- demote yeah, yourself. Yeah. Like, uh, demote is opposite of promote, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. so you you just basically do that. Mm-hmm. Like when you go up to a chick. And you say, oh, I know I'm ugly, but you know, like, I I have a great personality. <laughs> the chick already thinks, so, yo, you have no fucking self-confidence. Why would I pick yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's all a game at the end of the day, that, man. Yeah. It's all a fucking game. But Well, and like, that's the thing with it is like, it's all about the confidence, um, which I feel like nowadays everyone knows because you see all those YouTube videos and I'm sure like some of them are, broken f- record, yeah. are fake. Yeah, yeah, it is a broken record. We're like, oh, it's ugly guy, but he goes up to this beautiful chick and he says this crazy pickup line. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yo, pickup lines don't work at all, man. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, it doesn't fucking work at all. It might work in YouTube videos and movies. Uh-huh. Oh my God, it doesn't work in real life, man. Really? Have you tried? It does not. Man, I, I'm surrounded by chicks uh-huh. like 24-7 in Damn. winners. Winners, okay. Yeah, well, because it's so. like yeah, yeah, yeah. all chicks. Okay. It doesn't work, man. Trust me. Really? I know how they think. Mm-hmm. Like... At least I have... Okay, I don't know how they think. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know about that mm-hmm. specific thing. Like, it does. It just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. They like men who are straightforward. Mm-hmm. Not every single one of them, but, you know, I'm saying generally. Mm-hmm. They like men who are straightforward. Like, yo, instead of saying a fucking pickup line, how about you go up to her and say, mm-hmm. hey, I saw your... I don't know. Like, this is what I would say to a chick. Okay. I've heard it from Steve the Dean Williams. Uh, uh-huh. You know who Elliot Holtz is, by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, oh, I guy. fucking love that guy. <laughs> I fucking love him, man. That guy's pretty funny. <laughs> he had a podcast with Steve the Dean Williams. Mm-hmm. He's going into crazy dimensions right now, Elliot Holtz. He, yeah. He's in like this 21 studios. I haven't really followed him to what he's to, doing now. Yeah. I, I, I remember a few years ago, like watching his stuff, and I'm like, man, this guy's really onto something. Yeah, he um, definitely was but not anymore i'm not sure what happened <laughs> yo he's more he's becoming more and more like uh what they say toxic masculine i guess like oh actually well at least one point that threw me off from one of his videos is like men uh, women should learn how to be good wives from men i'm like yo that makes no fucking sense mm-hmm. like you say men should learn how to be good men from men that makes sense mm-hmm right because if a boy is to transition into manhood he should learn from his father not from his mother because mm-hmm. the mother doesn't know how to be a man yeah. but if a woman is to learn how to be a woman from a man that doesn't make any fucking sense mm-hmm. it just doesn't so points like that when he brings shit like that up and he's going back into like christianity and stuff and he, he's a very religious person now yeah and i just don't find it interesting anymore you know mm-hmm. back in the days when he starts when he was talking about like what he truly thought and just the mm-hmm. way he expressed himself yeah, yeah, was yeah. so fucking like was, insane. Like I loved it. Was it was like man. funny and just like the energy was insane. You feel it through the fucking yeah, video. Word. The way he talked. Yeah. It was insane, man. I loved him. But oh Steve uh, I was gonna say Steve the Dean Williams. Mm-hmm. I, I he he's like one of those um guys who can pick up a lot of chicks, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he understands female psychology a lot. Like okay. he studies that shit. Yeah. And he says if you want to really get a chick, go up to her and say what you truly think. Because then at least if you get rejected, she will respect you. Mm. And and you should go up to her and say, well, at, at least this is the example he gave. Say you see a chick across the room or whatever, and she has a beautiful smile. You go up to her and say, hey, I I, <laughs> I, I saw you from uh, over there and uh, you have a beautiful smile. And I just uh-huh. wanted to come up and introduce myself you know mm-hmm. hello my name is uh i don't know sumi or whatever uh-huh. what's yours and you, you start talking like that and then you get to the point like you don't waste too much over time mm-hmm. you say 
I know you're probably busy or whatever. I don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, I find you very attractive, and I would love to get to know you better over some coffee, tea. Damn, bro, you got this all figured ice out. Ice cream or, or <laughs> a walk. Or a walk. And <laughs> or bro, I memorized this shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I watched this shit like a million times because it was so fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it is so it like, uh, it. It's almost like, especially with us males, there's like a filter mm-hmm. that's over our eyes that when you take it off, you start seeing the world in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, there's strategies to this shit, man. There's like a game mm-hmm. hidden behind it that we don't see. We we think, oh, it's like uh, God is gonna like guide us together, like soulmates and shit. Although <laughs> that might be true. I don't really know. Maybe. Maybe that is true. But there is a strategy to it. Like if you, that's why ugly ass guys get some hot ass chicks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because they know how to play it well. <laughs> they know how to approach a chick. They know how to, like, they know, how a chick thinks you know at the end of the day bro they're like they're humans too you know Mm -hmm. they're not like and we think sometimes that we're we think sometimes that chicks are stupid they're just dumb they just don't think Mm -hmm. man it's total opposite you'd be surprised they act like they're all innocent and this and that put Mm -hmm. makeup on eyelashes on and everything but in reality she probably understands the game way better than us she's made to play this game i guess you know what i mean what do you mean by the game game as in like like getting together kind of thing like mm. it, like the first attraction you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. the game like yeah if you're a really fucking good looking guy right it doesn't matter if you're like brad pitt but if you can't talk like brad pitt mm-hmm. if, you, if you can't talk like a real man a chick will never respect you i've seen i have friends who are mm-hmm. really fucking good looking they can't talk to chicks for shit <laughs> and they don't get chicks for that yeah because chicks, chicks can understand that yeah, I the mean, looks are good and shit. Yeah, you gotta have a bit of both. Yeah, a bit um, of both. That's true, man. There was there was a video I saw mm-hmm. and it was like, uh, it was like a meme almost. Yeah. Um, it was like, choose your disability. You can't be like <laughs> u- ugly and unfunny. You know, you can't be both. Uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta be one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking true. Uh, man, I. I totally fucking agree with that. <laughs> like, you, you gotta have something. You, you yeah. gotta bring something to the table, like you said, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, why would someone pick you if you bring nothing to their lives? Mm-hmm. And I, I respect the fact that you're focusing on your life right now, mm-hmm. man. I totally respect that. And it just feels right to me as well, yeah. you know what I mean? Moving away from that arena to a different arena mm-hmm. where we start focusing on things that really matter. Mm-hmm. Then maybe at the end of the day, when we become real men, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be too hard to well, get a chick, yeah, I think. Um... I feel like not at all because you would be fine what like you'd be fine where you are in your life if that makes sense and like when someone else sees that from the outside perspective they're more attracted to you because they see that you've got shit figured out and also I think there needs to be a paradigm shift with us males Mm -hmm. we need to start thinking of we need to start approaching chicks rather not for sex but for company you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when you start like i've never had sex in my life you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i and i don't wish to right now because mm-hmm. i want to know a chick before i actually do it and yeah like i i yeah i i get fucking horny sometimes it's it's, it's like a human mm-hmm. thing you know what i mean well, yeah but you know what i mean like uh i understand now that yo i don't want someone just to have sex with them you know mm-hmm. what i mean i want to i want to like actually 
hold a conversation like this mm-hmm. for example with a chick where i can actually fucking just talk to her instead of just thinking about fucking sex all the well, time well yeah cuz then it's meaningless and you yeah. don't actually um um really feel anything from it exactly and i was also going to say that you know if you change your paradigm if you if you look at it from a different perspective rather than approaching the chick for sex mm-hmm. and approaching her for for company mm-hmm. even if you even if you get rejected doesn't affect you mm-hmm. because you weren't looking for sex in the first place she's not an object you're trying yeah. to assume you're trying to achieve right she's not a fucking goal or anything mm-hmm. she's just a human that you wanted to have the company of yeah and she, if she said no whatever you move on to another human being it's not like you lost anything mm-hmm. right you didn't have it have it in the first place well, yeah, exactly. so you didn't lose anything yeah. but with sex the thing is once you get rejected you start thinking about a million different thoughts like oh maybe i'm not good looking enough oh maybe i don't have this maybe i don't have that i guess so Right, so I think we need to have a paradigm shift with us males, especially. I think yeah. it's a very good paradigm shift to have too. I mean, um, I'm not sure if it's if it's ever gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, just because it's a very large shift for such a large. Yeah, spectrum of people. Yeah. Um. But like in a in a good world, I guess that's what it should be. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Honestly, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think we we need to like change how we think about mm-hmm. like chicks because honestly like I said before man they're not stupid people. Yeah. They well, they understand what's going on in the world and shit. And that's the thing is I feel like there's different people so like uh, it's good I guess that we're thinking like this. Um because it's I would say a more reasonable way of thinking. Um and obviously not everyone's going to think like that. Um and you can't really change much about it. Because, exactly yeah like that way of thinking it like isn't just gonna go away like my point of thinking is like why chase the chick when you can just be yourself and let the chick chase you mm-hmm. right that's my point of view and i think that's how it should be yeah. if you want to be a real man because at the end of the day you should add to her life and she should add to your life and it shouldn't exactly be um, you know what would be the best scenario if you come together like y- equally yeah but usually it doesn't happen like that. That's why there needs to be like some kind of a strategy, I guess. At least it's good to have it in the back of your head. Well, like, uh, yeah, that would be the ideal scenario is you add to her life and she adds to your life and yeah. you both can create something. Um, It shouldn't be like one way or, or the other where... Then it, does, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, because I feel like you're leeching off her or she's leeching off you in a yeah. way. What... Is your whole idea about like marriage? Do you wanna ever get married? Um, I guess so. I mean, I want to get married in the in the sense that like make that bond with someone, but I don't really believe in that like get married so it's on paper, you know, like how some people get married just so it's like oh you're legally married now, you know. Man, I couldn't agree more with you because like I've, it makes a difference. I've give the, given this so much thought. Like, mm-hmm. my parents are uh, arranged marriage, mm. and they don't really fucking like each other. They really? just stay because because of us because mm. they have kids now and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've had moments in my life where they have tried to like divorce, right? But oh, actually, yeah, man, I've been me. through all that shit, and uh, they just didn't because of mm. us because they have us, right? Mm-hmm looking at us they just didn't and what i've come to realize is that you know marriage might not be the best kind of idea mm-hmm. 
at least for the long run. Like, because humans get bored of everything. Mm-hmm. We even get bored of the same food mm-hmm. after a while. I'm not saying, like, go have sex with, like, a bunch of people. I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. have the company of maybe, let's say, two or three women. But I'm not saying, like, <laughs> okay, okay, this is, um, people are going to take me the wrong way. Yeah. Let me Let me clear this up a little okay. bit. <laughs> what I mean is that not even, like, multiple relationships, but kind of like what you said so that it's not on paper so that Mm -hmm. you can you just have that like talk Mm -hmm. with that other significant other so that you you or her can decide to kind of like take some time off from each other just so that you know you can come back to each other Mm -hmm. later on or whatever right because my point is, bro, like, look at the world. Everybody's fucking divorcing and shit. Like, divorce like, rates are up through the roof. I feel like it really depends on the... Um, on different factors. Because I feel like it is very possible to find a relationship that you actually like and you stay with your whole life. Um, like you said, I guess it's not supernatural. But I feel like it is a possibility. Like, with my parents, for example, yeah, they've had fights, but they've been together for a while um and i mean like that's what everyone i feel like should strive for is to find a relationship that will last um but yeah my only problem is that in the modern world it just seems kind of like impossible almost because there's like so many fucking chicks out there like it almost has to be that somebody is guiding you let's say god or whatever to like find each other like how well, else do you? I'm sure you'll find surmise. the right one somehow, and like it doesn't have to be. Bel- it's good to have believed. Like I really do believe that I will too. Yeah, honestly. And like it doesn't exactly have to be the right one, but uh, it's the one made for you, kind of. Yeah, thing. I mean, in a way, yeah. Um, the only thing I don't re- really like about marriage is like when people get married, like just so they can say we're we're married, you know. Like, oh, like now we're married, uh, it's all on paper. You know, it's like, why? Like, you put a ring on it and shit. Yeah, like, like so stupid, does the relationship right? change after marriage? It shouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. But for most people, when they get married, and like I ask them and they say, oh, it's like a different kind of feeling, it's a different environment when you get married. I'm like, mm-hmm. how so? Like, if you're truly in love, marriage mm-hmm. shouldn't change that. Yeah. Like, marriage shouldn't change that. that longing that you have for each other you mm-hmm. know what i mean it shouldn't like change to responsibility mm-hmm. or whatever right that's why i feel like my whole idea of a marriage is like let's say i meet someone and i have that talk with them like and say hey i want to i want to do something for the long term with you i want to stay with you for the long term so mm-hmm. like let's say let's have an agreement or whatever you know let's stay together and shit that's like the idea of a marriage not like oh let's get fucking married go let's go to the church or whatever mm-hmm. let's have a priest there say his shit and mm-hmm. then write this shit down on paper and then we're officially married i don't want to have that shit done yeah when i get married and i think more and more teenagers are thinking about it that way because of what I is going so. on in the world man i mean because i think um some people also get married because there's like some financial benefits to it i think like isn't there um you get like taxed less or something like, I think there's something like that. I've yeah, heard of that I'm not too. exactly sure what it is, but like there's some tax like benefits or something. And also another weird thing is when you get divorced, the mm-hmm. chick basically gets everything. Yeah. It's it's like 
Well, that's yeah. like why you got to sign the prenup. Yeah, whatever the fuck that is. I don't even know what it is. And it's pretty much a form you sign when you get married mm-hmm. saying you will keep all of your shit, you know? Oh. Or like, or like yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But like a lot of people feel bad signing that because when you're signing it, you have thoughts of divorcing. Yeah, already. exactly. It's almost like, oh, like, why do you need or like, why do you have the need to sign that? Um, I thought we're in love. Like, And then shit starts yeah, happening yeah, right there and yeah, then. Like, nothing's going to happen. Like, you shouldn't sign it. Um, And then when people don't, a few mm-hmm. years later, shit starts happening. Yeah. Shit goes south. Yeah. And yeah, most people end up in 21 Studios. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> 21 Studios is like... Uh, it's like a bunch it's a group of men who are like more more most of them are divorced mm-hmm. and they have like this very not negative but a very kind of uh advanced not advanced let's say mature mm-hmm. way of looking at like life mm-hmm. and they and they say a bunch of like actually very interesting shit okay for us males man and i, and I love some of the shit they say and some of them no i don't <laughs> like some of them like oh women should know how to be good wife from men and stuff. Some mm. of the shit I don't agree with. But some of the stuff that they say, like, you know, oh, she wants to have a marriage and she wants you to spend all your fucking salary, all your savings on that shit because mm-hmm. she wants to have all her friends in there and show yeah. off and shit. Have a big ass party, mm-hmm. after party, fucking whatever party there is. And, you know, buy a bunch of shit. Yeah. Buy a expensive ass dress uh-huh. just to show off, you know. Yeah, and at the end, you you have nothing left for, let's say, mm-hmm. for your future anymore because you yeah. spent everything on weddings. No, I don't really it's get that. It's a stupid that. idea. Just all of that idea of, like, spending all this money on... For showing off, technically. Yeah. Um, and, like, some people do say that, you know, like, Oh, like marriage it's a big ceremony of your life you should put some money into it but at the same time you're only there for what like an hour two hours and you're spending that much money <laughs> like almost half of your fucking savings on that yeah, shit yeah like that shouldn't be happening exactly <laughs> like if you genuinely like someone and she genuinely likes you you guys should be okay with just being with each other rather than buying each other shit mm-hmm. Yeah. Or showing off to other people. Oh, no, look, we're, bro. we're together. Like, nobody fucking gives a <laughs> shit at the end of the day, man. Like, you go to a wedding, you come back, oh, good. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. It's gone 100%. from your head, right? That That's how we work. Mm-hmm. We think others really give a shit. They don't. Yeah. Honestly, man. Yeah, I feel like that's a hard lesson to learn. It's like, yeah. no one really cares. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no actually, cares that's actual fucking dead truth, yeah, man. Yeah. No one really gives a shit. Yeah, like, Ooh. as much as you you think like you said it's a hard lesson to learn man mm-hmm. anyways let's wrap, wrap it up it's Sounds been good, uh, three hours i think almost it's been some solid conversations Dude, thank you for coming I man like of course man. you've been like the most calm guest <laughs> really? that i have had on the entire yeah, podcast i appreciate that yeah man you, you actually take your time to think reflect on shit i love yeah. it well i feel like that's when you can provide like insightful comments yeah i love the fact and, that like, you think yeah before you say shit I love uh, it. Um, I feel like that is important to do, um, especially in something like this. Uh, maybe in general conversations, not as important. But I feel like with a podcast, for example, like someone listening to it, they're probably looking for some kind of information, information, but also like enlightening conversation. Yeah. To where maybe they can learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I feel like it is a good idea to uh, expand on on different topics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, it has been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much. And I hope that you would like to reappear on the podcast hey man, I'd love in the future. To. I'd love to. Um, Thank I, you, man. I, I hope you had fun. I did, dude. Thank you very much, sir. And of let's course. wrap it up. Thank you, guys. And have a good night.